a.m. to noon Eastern. You can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at The Sports Bosses. And make sure if you miss the show to check it out at podcastarena.com. What's up, man? This is KD. I'm 35 for the Warriors. Listen to SB Nation. Follow us on Twitter at SB Nation Radio. And listen all the time at SBNationLive.com. This is SB Nation AM. You don't know what the hell's going on in a variety of games. That's not Replay's fault. Redo the system. And that Al Riverone and his staff of whatever's in New York is going to be able to get it on and get it out to you. Hot and fresh. Here's your pizza. No. The dough is undercooked. The cheese was burnt. Obviously, your oven is bleeped up. You've got, Yo. You've got so much money that you don't know what to do with. Have a whole crew just sitting in New York assigned to one game. Don't have them do anything else. Hey, this is your game. You've got Redskins and Raiders today. There's going to be five of you watching every play from every damn angle. I, these guys are probably sitting there like NASA stats people. They're feet up on the table just eating an apple you until some alarm goes they, off. They, oh, boy, what's, what's going on? Yeah, they're turned uh, We got a UFO. Oh, we got a sighting here. Every morning, Lynn, Murray, and Solly get you ready for work on SB Nation Radio. This is SB Nation AM. It's time for our random morning jukebox. This is really nice, Sally. I'm off very man. I know you do. I remember all, I all my life raining down as cold as ooze. I, I don't know why I know these lyrics. Maybe I saw a concert in the late 70s. It's so very man. Yes. Face through a window. Here, there's no lyrics on my screen, are they? Yeah, you got three kings up there. Yeah. Oh. This is a uh, Mandy. Who did you try to impress bringing to oh, the I, went, I was not 10. 9 or 10, my parents took me. Oh, oh yeah, we, we got to take them to the concert. <laughs> Let's do it. I like this picture of Barry Manilow. You go on Google. Just smoking a cigarette on a stool. He's an interesting cat. Oh, Mandy. Swamp Sally's favorite. Okay. Sally, do we have this Andy uh, Homer bite? Mindy. Oh, oh Mindy. That's right. <laughs> so he redid this? Yes, he met a girl named Mindy. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Barry recorded this in 74. It was his first number one hit of the Billboard Hot 100 and easy, easy listing charts and first gold single. They actually took a song called Brandy and made it Mandy. Ah, got it. In the Manilow version, first two lines from the fourth verse of the other version, omitted. Riding on a country bus, no one even noticed us. Turn up. Manilow was born Barry Allen Pincus. Pincus. One of Sally's people. Yeah, he is one. Uh, Can't Smile Without You, Copacabana, among many, many others. He also... Oh, poor uh, Pincus. He's, he's recorded and released 47 top 40 singles. Wow. Including 12 Damn. that hit number one, and 27 of which appeared within the top 10. Many multi-platinum albums. He also was like a jingle singer, and he was first known, produced, arranged, and was... Uh, 
part of Bette Midler's entourage. Bette Midler? did the same thing for Dionne Warwick. He scored films and musicals, as I mentioned, jingles and commercials. He's he's done it all. He was married to a woman named Susan from 64 to 68. Susan. But since 2014, married to a gent named Gary, as Barry came out a little later in life. And there you have it. Studied musical theater at Juilliard, Sally. Juilliard. He would state in 2017, despite his later long-term relationship with a man, he was in love uh, with Susan, and that his marriage to her dissolved because he wasn't ready to settle down, not because of orientation. The legendary Barry Manilow. You gotta love Barry. He uh, he looks a little different than when I first saw. He had him. some work done. He's had a lot of had work, a little done. work done. A Is he lot. still doing uh, Vegas shows? Uh, he was a headliner somewhere at, at one of the big hotels, but that was a good couple of years ago. Actually, he was the headliner I went at the out, HF Festival. Uh, yes, ninety four. He brought down the house when I went out to Vegas in two thousand eight. The Hilton. Way down the strip, not even on the strip. He yep. was the headliner at the Hilton. He was the headliner from 05 to 09. Headliner at the Las Vegas Hilton. Since March 2010, according to his Wikipedia page. Oh, Scott's head- reading Wikipedia pages uh, eat again. It, eat it. He's headlined at the Paris Hotel in uh, Vegas. Thanks, Gio. Have a- KKSE. Parker. Denver. The best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 Studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. I like Vic Lombardi. You go to Denver, very few Lombardis. You know, I guess we're naturals. I guess we're naturals in there, man. He's a man who likes wine. And I'll tell you something else. He knows more about sports in his toenail than you know in your family tree. Yes, sir. You hit it right on the head, man. Don't talk about my I have to keep it very professional, which uh, I will. But uh, you got a big crowd out there. Yeah. It's uh, Vic Lombardi night. It's all entertainment. You know, it's yeah. all entertainment, man. You're listening to Dr. Vic Lombardi. That's a happy Wednesday to you, sports fans, here on Altitude 950. Vic Lombardi joined by the usual crew, Jesse Trujillo, running the ones and the twos over there. We got the party with Marty later on in the 8 o'clock hour. James Manchester, Marilat, HW, how you guys doing? Couldn't be better. Excellent. Rockies had a uh, non-stressful win. That felt like it was the first time in a while. A shutout. Uh, for for the, for the most part, what was the final score? Because I stopped watching. It was six nothing. They yeah. got it yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. See, it was a shutout for the whole part. But St. Louis wins and Milwaukee wins. So and here we go. What do you mean so? So it's like I told you guys yesterday. Don't worry about them. You're you're ahead. You don't need to worry about other people when you're ahead. A game and a half lead over the Brewers. Two over the uh, is it two and a half over St. Louis? Correct. They play each other to finish the season, which is the best gift ever, right? You love that. You love the fact that they have to play each other. But let's just say, let's, let's, let's remove that element. Who do you want to win today? If you had to choose one to win or lose, Milwaukee or St. Louis? Oh, I was going to say the Rockies. Uh, we, we, let's assume, let's assume they win. We're still plus one on my four point plan, Vic. Okay. Let's assume the Rockies win though. If you had to pick one of those teams, because they're going to face each other. St. Louis. St. Louis. In St. Louis. You want the team that's closest to you to lose. That would that would put the Rockies two and a half games above both of them with three games to play. It's over. It's over. That's playing with, playing with fire a little bit, though, because you end your season no, with over. the Dodgers and St. Louis is at home. So, <laughs> you know me. I'm always concerned. <laughs> well, who do you want? So you want Milwaukee to win today and St. Louis I don't to know. 
I'm oh. that concerned parent when no, I send my just, kids out. I make sure they have everything. It's the 1996 Jacksonville Jaguars thing again. Don't root. Just worry about yourself. Just go win, Rockies. Don't root for the Brewers. Don't root for the Cardinals. That's too many algorithms to figure out how that needs to go. Just go win. Well, a day game at uh, Coors Field, which should be fun. Uh Adam Conley for the Marlins against John Gray. Fellas, I... I think it's safe to say, and we've asked this question countless times through the course of the summer, John Gray's your guy, right? He's your horse now. He's got that. Some guy made a case last night. Have you seen Tyler Anderson's stats yeah, since he I came mean, off the deal? Had, he hasn't had enough starts. John Gray's your horse for that one-game playoff. Yeah. He's got to be. Yes. If I'm going to go down, I'm going down with John Gray on the hill, without a doubt. And, and I mean, they were talking about how they could bring him back on Sunday if they need to get that game against the Dodgers on short rest. They're not having that conversation about anybody else. If you're talking about bringing somebody back on short rest, they're your horse, they're your ace, they're whatever name you want to attach to it. John Gray is officially taking on that status for the Rockies. Let's be honest. Best case scenario is Sunday's game against the Dodgers, the season finale, is rendered meaningless, right? You don't yes. want to even have anything to play for in that game. No, you do not. You do not. If it's coming down to that, you're we're all biting our fingernails all day on Sunday. If they're popping bottles Friday night or Saturday night, we are in a good, good spot. Nick. I'd prefer it to be Friday. I'm going to be there. Uh, I'd like to kind of, you know, enjoy the festivities. Like pop bottles with them? Well, you know, I'll be up in the stands, but sure. You can bring your own bottles. Fireworks night. Be a hell of a night. It is crazy how many bottles these baseball teams go through. I mean, if you consider the 2007 Rockies, the amount of bottles they used after every round, obviously they didn't get to use one at the end because they lost in the World Series, but the party never stops. It's I, a month long of parties. I have no problem with that. I think you should celebrate everything in life. <laughs> Look at Manchester, just turn it all around. <laughs> the Rockies won 6 nothing. I'm in a good mood today. They're, they got four games left. They're up a game and a half on Milwaukee, two and a half on St. Louis. Go win today, and this thing is virtually, virtually over. I will agree with you there. A win today makes you feel a hell of a lot better. Yeah, don't go blow it today. You win today, Gray's on the hill, right? You got to go win. Had they won the other night, it'd be over already. Yeah, well, hell, if they'd have won... Any of the six games they've blown in the last three weeks. But let's go back to when there were 20 games left and I put together my four-point plan. How many wins did was that plan designed to get them to? I don't know. 86. They're okay. at 85. They win today. They're at 86. This thing is over. So let's make fun of Manchester all we want. But this someone mm. had it right a month ago. Okay, easy calling it over. They still have to face Darvish and Kershaw this weekend. The Brewers have two games against the craptastic Reds. So even if the Rockies win today and the Brewers beat the Reds, they're only one up going into Friday yeah. night. And it's in St. Louis and, and Milwaukee. And what incentive and does St. Louis have to try if they're out of it at that point? That's kind of what Vic's getting at That's at the I'm top saying. here. You right? got to make sure that everyone's motivated in the right way. That's why I I understand. That's why I wanted Milwaukee to lose. Right? Got to get the the team that's closest to you. That's who you want to lose today. I'll say this about the Rockies. And you hey, guys are such curmudgeons. I'm just no, saying, no. if they win today, it ain't over. So you guys want to pop bottles on Wednesday? I'll pop bottles on Friday or Saturday. I I added the term virtually in front of over. Okay, hey guys, Good psychologize with me a little bit, all right? Because I, I really feel strongly about this. These Colorado Rockies, and we know we've gone, they've gone through their woes, unable to do anything at the plate. They perform better against the better pitchers. They did yesterday, and they will again. You just, you just listed you Darvish, Kershaw. 
I think they are a better hitting team against the better pitchers for some, I don't even know how to explain it, reason. Maybe maybe we'll pose that question to Travis Heath tomorrow when he joins us every Thursday. But for some reason, this team plays better against the better pitchers. Yeah, but it, it, the thing with this team is first time through the lineup, if they still have a goose egg on the board, turn the TV off and, or go home if you're at the ballpark. They're toast. They're done. Last night, they started hitting uh, hitting early, hitting Urena or however you pronounce well, his name Well, that guy had a good record. I that know. Guy, was... That guy was strong. See, that's what I'm saying. Guys that come in here with strong records, strong ERAs, they're strong against those kind of pitchers. I don't understand it. But it all, it's, it's the psychology of it is right You're, in terms of talking about how this team is wired, but that's what it is. If somebody goes out early and shows, oh, this guy's hittable, they're fine. If they go through the order and nobody does anything, that's why so many randos look like Cy Young against this team, because if they can get through the order once, they're golden. So last night they got to him early and it was fine. They got to, when they beat Kershaw in LA, Arnado hit a home run in the first inning and off they went. It's all about the first couple innings with this team. Well, you got it because HW has it written in his rundown and he's exactly right. How clutch was the home run by Trevor Story in the first inning last night? It just gets the party started. I had it gets the car started. I had the tweet typed. It was just ready to hit send that said four of your first five get on base and you only get one run because of cargo and Trevor Story. Had it written and ready to hit, and then he hit the ball out of the ballpark. Well, nice jinx. It worked well. You're welcome. Do it more often. It was a good at bad by story. Uh, Nolan had a big home run, too, but they they got two big hits last night. That's the funniest thing. They won 6 nothing off two big hits, and that's what playoff baseball is. So, Vic, to your point, if this team is better against better pitchers, that's all they're going to face in October. They're going to face Granky, then Kershaw, then Darvish. And guess what? If they somehow get through that, here comes Scherzer. Here comes Strasburg. Take it easy. And if they boy. somehow get through that, here comes the best of the Yankees or whoever right, it is. Goodness. So I'm the, got the entire menu. Here comes Kluber. I'm just, Vic, I'm giving you credit Man. for your point that there's going to be no randos come October. It's only going to be elite Cy Young type And pitchers. it is the randos that have done the Rockies in psychologically, and I can't figure it out. I don't know why. On the show today, by the way, a lot of baseball talk. Uh, former Rockies pitcher Jason Hirsch at 8.05. Rockies pitching coach Steve Foster at 8.30. Nice pull there. Thanks. How'd you find that one? Sent a couple emails. Nicely done. Man, he's all over it. Those day games, it's always, uh, they're always accessible on day games, right? Mm-hmm. Alright, what do you want to hear from, uh, Steve Foster? What question would you ask Steve Foster, the guy who pulls the string on those pitchers? Who are your top three guys? Cause you gotta have a rotation in a series. Who you are think your top three guys? That? No. Well, well that's well, what I'm are saying. Are we only gonna go with questions we're gonna ask? If we'd have had Bud Black today, I would have asked him, uh, why didn't you have Cargo Bunt? Okay, that's ask? a good question. He would answer. He would answer. Mm, okay. Again, you got to ask questions that you know guys will answer, and not ham and haw. So I'm just, I'm just curious. What would you ask Steve Foster? Steve, would you have for breakfast? Okay. I great. mean, come on. Why did Tyler Anderson get so much better after coming off the DL? I mean, he's their second best pitcher right now. Can you tell me who their rotation would be in the playoff series? I have no idea. Well, then it's I have a good no idea. Question. It's so up in the air. It's so up in the air. But see, what he's going to answer is, we got to get there first. That's what he's going to say. That's what coaches do. You know that. Come on. Get in the mind of a coach. They're not going to answer a question. They're not going to jinx it. These guys are the most superstitious human beings on earth. I mean, that's like asking them, hey, Steve, game one of the World Series, who are you pitching? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not at all. 
Who are your top three pitchers? That's the question. Give me a legitimate question the man will answer, Give and I will me, ask him. We've had no, how many different starters have they had this year? Eight, nine, ten? Yeah. All right, Steve, you've had ten different starters this year. Now, here we are in late September. Give me your top three. Who's the top three? I, okay, that, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, I will well, ask. We, we had to dance around how we're we'll going to ask it, answers. but that's how we ask it. All right, we'll 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 do that. Hey, by the way, uh, I've got a new bet for you, but I, I I'm waiting until we do football picks on Friday. But I have another steak dinner bet for you. Are you serious? How many damn steak dinners you want to buy, bro? No, this isn't from me. It's from the the people that are currently leading our our NFL picks. All the kids. Yeah. They want the, look, kid, the kids want to wager me now. They want a little Benny Hanna out of you. Well, they'd be a cheap date. You wouldn't have to buy them booze at least. Uh, Just load I'm, them up on fried rice and. Rocky's choice and call it good. I'd love to see little Ryan there at Benny Hanna's. I'll just stare him down, make him cry. <laughs> You've done that before. When they start yeah. doing the little choo-choo thing with the with the onions. Yeah. They want I some Benny Hanna out of you. I love Benny Hanna. I might do that for free, just as a gift. Benny Hanna is terrific. Also today at 9 a.m., we do it every Wednesday, the head coach of the Colorado Rapids, Steve Cook, and our Broncos outsider, Kyle Keefe at 9.30. He is so far outside, guys. Oh, so far. I wonder if now he's going to have flip-flopped. Because for months he was with me on Trevor. And then he caved because he had two good games in September at home. And he caved. I bet he's right back with me again this week. That guy is a flip-flopper. Fellas, i got about three minutes to come up with a piping hot take. That's next on the Vic Lombardi Show. You and me both. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Wednesday edition of Crackman and Harris, we officially begin Raider Week. The Broncos will welcome Derek Carr, Marshawn Lynch, Khalil Mack, and Mark Davis and his weird haircut to Denver. Ryan, does it still have the juice? It definitely has juice, and we're going to tell you the key matchups you need to know on Wednesday. Plus, looking back on the Rockies and the Marlins, John Gray, please win on Wednesday. Listen to Crackman and Harris on Wednesday. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. This is John Elway. I joined the American financing team for one simple reason. They look out for homeowners in Colorado. They're solution providers and will take the time to understand your goals and objectives. Your needs may not be the same as your neighbors. Here's something I appreciate. They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. That's different than most of the other guys. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. It's called responsible lending, and that's what drives the culture at family-owned American financing. Are they any good? The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for new home loan or refinance, I recommend calling American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. Rates won't stay this low forever. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Changes in the air, Colorado. Hot days, cold nights, fall is coming, and I say let it come. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for My Car Guys, Johnson Auto Plaza. Let me tell you about making a change in your driveway. Ram Power Days makes this the season for a new Ram truck. Johnson has 350 new Rams in stock, and each one discounted for Ram. 
Ram Power Days. Let the Johnson family introduce you to the Ram family. The Ram 1500, 2500, 3500. Pick a Ram, any Ram. Cummins Diesel or Hemi V8, only the start of the you-make-it-your-own Ram choices, colors, equipment. Pick your favorite digital toys inside. This year, Ram has got the competition on its heels with the most impressive lineup ever. This is the kind of change you want. Ram Power Days. There's no better truck than Ram and no better place to get yours than Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size, your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body. All within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant. And soon, your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts, new ties, and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop. Cherry Creek. IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Busy with accidents on the drive, causing delays. Westbound C470 is stop and go Alameda through to I-70 because of a, an accident clearing up the center lane. Traffic is brought to you by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Activity on southbound I-25, a three-car crash blocking the left two lanes southbound, approaching the Thornton Parkway with backups to 144th Avenue. Taking your child's temperature shouldn't be as stressful as fighting through traffic. With the Exergen Temporal Scanner, one gentle forehead scan is all it takes. Pick one up at your local club warehouse or other fine retailers. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hey, don't forget, Altitude 950 wants to send you to Las Vegas to see the Avalanche take on the Golden Knights. Every weekday between now and October 13th, we'll be giving you the chance to get into that grand prize drawing. Listen for a Vegas-themed movie clip during any of Altitude 950's live shows and be the third caller, 303-753-0950. You'll be in the mix for that trip to Vegas October 27th. The Avs and Golden Knights join the Avs in Vegas with us, Altitude 950. We did that yesterday and the phone lines were lit. As the kids would say, they were lit. By the way, yesterday's show, as I reflect back, that was one of my favorite sports talk shows I've ever been a part of, given the feedback and the participation from the listeners. Again, I am uh, continually amazed at how smart our listeners really are, especially those who called yesterday. So kudos to you. Yeah, I thought, again. It, I, I thought it was a great show. Like I said yesterday, and I, and I thought about it even more, Every caller that called, I did not necessarily agree with, but all of them made me think more, and I think that is the point of a healthy discussion. See, see, you just hit on something. You hit on something, and this is something I bring up on this show all the time. It's not necessarily what you mean or what you say, but how you say it, the tone which you use to get your point across. You can completely disagree with the person on the other side of you, but it's the way they say it, the way they present it, the way they, they lay it out. Which is why, Manchester, 
so many people disagree with you. It's your tone. I thought Legwald was even bearable yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) It's your tone. Let's kick off our piping hot takes. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. (laughs) Brought to you by Sus Buick GMC. No dealership fee ever at Sus. It's Vic's Hot Take. Okay, I'm going to get all basketball nerdy for a second, get esoteric, very detailed. Um, I'm hearing that the Nuggets are doing something different on defense. A lot of people are talking about it now. Michael Malone hinted at this when he visited with us on Media Day. This year, the defensive philosophy will change. And perhaps it's because of the personnel changes. Perhaps it's because Paul Millsap has entered the lineup. I don't know. Maybe they have an entire training camp to work on it. But when you're watching a Nuggets game and you watch them defend the pick and roll, sometimes it's very frustrating. This year... This season, a new approach to defending the pick and roll, which is pretty much what the NBA does now, they're going to hedge the pick and roll, which means, okay, when a guy's got about to get picked, the big guy, rather than lay back and allow it to happen, he's going to be more aggressive and force the dribbler out of his element a little bit. The defense brings the, the job to you rather than waiting. The defense dictates what's happening. I love that. A more aggressive approach to playing defense. Now, again, you got to see if they can execute it. If they can, it'll be a different defense. It'll be a different team. It's a lot harder to pull off. But I love what I'm hearing. The Nuggets working on a different approach to pick and roll. They're doing it right now in the laboratory in Boulder training camp. They have a couple weeks to get this done. If they can play that kind of defense, automatically they'll be a better D and automatically a better team. Next hot take. It's HW's hot take. I'll give the hat tip where it's due. I was driving home listening to Nate Kreckman and Ryan Harris yesterday, and Nate brought up a scenario that when they started the segment I thought was a little funny and kind of out there, and by the time the segment was over I was intrigued. My ears were perked up, and I was thinking, man, this guy's got a point. On a scale of 1 to 10, how hot is Trevor Simeon's seat right now? I'd say it's about a 2 or a 3. I don't think it's very hot. He played two great games to start the year. Was okay in Buffalo in the first half and then hey, fell apart. Pump the brakes. Great? In the first two games, yes. He led the NFL in touchdowns. He okay. was. I thought he was great both those days. Three-yard touchdowns. Okay, go ahead. Trevor Simeon has two guys behind him that John, John Elway drafted, and they're basically the same guy. They're both 6'7". They both got the arms Elway likes. They're both his dudes, and they're both picks in the top two rounds. Paxton Lynch, of course, in the first round. Brock Osweiler in the second round. Again, this idea may sound a little funny, but what if Simeon goes out against Oakland and throws two more picks and no more touchdowns, and the Broncos are 2-2, and and all of a sudden the Raiders are 3-1, and and the Chiefs take care of business, and they're 4-0? Gary Kubiak's no longer here. Trevor Simeon's protector, if you will, is no longer here. What's stopping John Elway from saying, hey, Paxton's shoulder just got better, and I brought in Brock for a reason, and they're both on the 53 for a reason. We're going to go with one of my two guys. Trevor Simeon is not John Elway's guy. He's Gary Kubiak's guy. Right now, two and three on this roster are Elway's guys. So while the hot seat is not hot yet, it could get scalding hot in a hurry for Trevor Simeon because he's one right now, but he's not an Elway guy. Two and three are absolutely Elway guys. He's not going to let this season go south with those two behind Trevor Simeon. Next hot take. 
It's Manchester's Hot Take. The best news from last night for the Rockies wasn't necessarily just that they got the win. Obviously, that was big. But if you start looking down the road here, and HW talked a little bit about it in the first segment. If you look down the road and say, all right, how would the postseason shape up for the Rockies? We've all talked about the wild card game. That's one game. If they get through that, they got to be able to compete in a series. And everybody else in the National League playoffs, you look at it and go, man, they got a pitching staff. And almost every single game, you would look at it and go, boy, that's a mismatch for the Rockies. That's a mismatch. That's a mismatch. you got to figure out, well, who's going to be on the hill to start games? Since returning from the the disabled list, Tyler Anderson's ERA across four appearances, three of which have been starts, 1.19. It's all about being hot going into the postseason. H.W. said it for weeks. He said it for months. The Rockies have a hot pitcher that gives them at least a second guy. John Gray is going to be the first. Tyler Anderson's now the second. They got to find a third. Who's that going to be? Now, we'll ask Steve Foster because it's a great question. But we need to find that out in the next four games, too, of who's, who is it? Is it Herman Marquez? Is it Kyle Freeland coming back into that role? It's surely not Tyler Chatwood and Chad Bettis who've been in the rotation the last month or so. They're just gas cans anymore. Who's it going to be? You found number two last night. Now you got to find number three so it's not a gross mismatch against the Dodgers, the Nationals, the Cubs. You gotta find number three. You gotta figure that out. But they found number two last night. What is the uh, forecast for the game today? By the way, day game at Coors Field. They're gonna get this in right now. It looks miserable outside. Crappy to partly crappy. Okay, they're gonna play though, right? Mm, might be a little delayed, but it's gonna. It's supposed to rain all morning. So if it were to rain out, all right? Because um, listen, they gotta get these games in. What, what's What's option B? Where, where do they go from here? Well, and the, the forecast just changed because really this morning jobs showed it raining until noon, and now it's till 3 p.m. and then rain tonight. So there's not much of a window to play. So they're Let's gonna, say they're they don't get a play. window in. I'm just curious because where does Florida go from here? Florida has to play somewhere else. Do they have a day, if they have a day off tomorrow, then it's fine. They but don't. if they don't, they go home versus Atlanta tomorrow. Uh, they will do everything in their power to Let get this game this. in, even but what if, if they the, don't. Okay, but they're, they'll be at the ballpark till midnight. Tonight, I got a Vic. question. They have to play this game. I got a question. The Atlanta Miami series means nothing. Why can't they postpone Atlanta Miami tomorrow and let Miami stay here and play this game? This game actually means something. You're right because the win. But what if that series meant something? Is what I'm saying. What I know, if but it doesn't. It doesn't. So let those two teams play a double header on yeah. Saturday. It doesn't matter. Right? Well, they may make Miami fly back on Monday. In all seriousness, they might. Well, that would be dumb. It would be dumb, but they might Just do it. Just stay here. Rockies have an off day tomorrow. Play the game. Delay the Atlanta-Miami game. Let them play two on Friday. What if you What's couldn't get it in? Hey, what if you couldn't get in tomorrow? Well, now you're just being loony. I'm not being loony. I'm looking outside and I'm looking at Seattle weather right now. Is, and I'm just asking questions. The forecast for tomorrow is rain, and it okay. shows rain every hour from <laughs> okay. now until so, 6 a.m. tomorrow. So I'm being loony. I mean, I, the point is that it's crazy this time. We're not used to this. All I'm getting at, we're, we're not used to this, right? We're not used to the team being in it this late. It doesn't happen too often. It's happened three or four times. So when weather becomes a factor, what do you do? And why do we care if Miami has to fly back on Monday? The Rockies can sleep in their own bed Sunday night. Miami's got to come back across the country for a game they don't give a crap about. They have no desire to play on Monday. I mean, yeah, that's not ideal because you would have to go play Wednesday in Arizona, but I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world. Let me ask you guys a question. And this is, again, a little psychology. 
What scares you more? And scare is the that's the wrong word. All right, what concerns you more? A team that is out of the playoff hunt and has absolutely nothing to gain and just plays loosely, or a team like the Dodgers that has already clinched a playoff spot and has nothing to gain from a series, but still wants to stay sharp for the postseason. Which team is scares you more? A team with nothing to lose, uh, right? The the team that's out of it. They're not trying to stay healthy. They're not trying to set anything up. They're not thinking about things other than the game. They're just out there going, you know, I mean, Giancarlo Stanton's just swinging for the fences trying to get to 60 home runs. That's a team that scares me more. It's a, it's my last start, my last start of the year. Might as well give it everything I got. I'm not going to, no, no need to keep anything in the tank because I'm not pitching in a week in the postseason. That team makes me more nervous. Okay. Well, then you answered the question. Well, then yeah. maybe it's a good thing that the, the Rockies conclude the season against the Dodgers. Who's the third starter on this team? Well, we'll ask Steve Foster. It's well, a great I know. question that came up with. <laughs> it's a great question. Who's the third? We got two. Tyler Anderson's in the mix, right? He's the hottest pitcher on this team. Who's three? Is it Marquez? That's it. I, I would give the ball to Marquez at this point, yes. I would, too, because it's not Chatwood. Maybe on the road if you're just going to go three innings. It ain't Bettis. Nice story and all, but it ain't yeah. Bettis. Freeland and Sensatella and Hoffman haven't been in haven't been in the rotation. No, they're not in the conversation right now. I'd, I'd give it to Marquez. Don't you, you just think, have to? Don't you think though this turns into a bunch of guys that they're trying to get three and four innings out of? Well, a lot of the times that's what the uh, that's what well, the playoffs are. That's how the that's how the Royals did it. Remember their model? It's get three from Chatwood, get three from Freeland, get to the bullpen, right? Like that's that's how they're going to go about a, a playoff game. Jason Hirsch, former Rockies pitcher at 805. Steve Foster, Rockies pitching coach at 830. So if you have any pitching questions, today's the day. Please, by all means, give us a text, give us a call. We got a bunch of calls yesterday. 303-753-0950. That's the hotline. You got the Vic Lombardi show right here on Altitude 950. has been brought to you by Sus Buick GMC, south of Mississippi on Havana in Aurora. Altitude 950, home of the Colorado Avalanche, wants to send you to see the Avs take on the Vegas Golden Knights October 27th what? in Vegas. What? You and a guest, we've got your airfare, hotel and game tickets, and look who's taking you to dinner. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. It's the Moj Man. We'll have a steak, we'll throw some dice, maybe a cold one, and then we'll get it on with some great hockey. And this is how you win. Keep it on Altitude 950 all day between 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. When you hear a Las Vegas-themed movie clip, be the third caller at 303-753-0950. And you're qualified. The abs in Vegas. Only from Altitude 950. Get power to spare with a Honda generator. And you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most. When you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Sun Honda in Thornton and enjoy for home or play. Visit sunent.com. Bacon and eggs, bacon and eggs, bacon and eggs. Bacon and there's got to be something else to have for breakfast. For a fresh spin on breakfast, try Honey Smoked Salmon from the Honey Smoked Fish Company with your eggs or with an English muffin. It's full of omega-3s and protein, so you'll feel natural energy all day. Mmm. 
Tomorrow, Honey Smoked Salmon and Pancakes. Honey Smoked Salmon from the Honey Smoked Fish Company. The ready-to-eat, energizing superfood. Available at Costco, King Supers, Safeway, and Sam's Club. It's never too late to set another goal or to dream a new dream. If you want to complete your bachelor's, gain a master's or certificate, or just take a few courses, UNC Extended Campus has programs designed for the working adult. They offer online degree completion programs, degrees, certificates, and licensures. Take courses online or on campus in Denver, Colorado Springs, Loveland, and Greeley. Set another goal and make a new dream come true with the University of Northern Colorado Extended Campus. Learn more at extended.unco.edu. Get ready, people of Colorado. Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th is the newest Larry H. Miller dealership, and we are ready to help you find the perfect car. Right now, lease a new 2017 Nissan Altima for just $167 a month. The perfect car for your commute. The perfect car for your lifestyle. Off I-25 and 104th. Online at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104.com. Driven by you. 36 plus fees, 12,000 allowable miles per year. VIN number H31086. Residual value 11,438. True report this price. 29.99 to its side. Zero security deposit with approved credit. All prices include 599 to the fee. Plus tax title license. Offer is 930. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Colorado Rapids take on FC Dallas on Saturday, October 7th. Bring your whole family, no matter what the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola Family Plan. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Go to coloradorapids.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A couple big delays at this point. An accident blocking traffic northbound I-225 approaching 6th Avenue. Very slow traffic starting around Iliff up through to 6th. Now, if there's a way you can avoid that on your route, you may want to at this point. Traffic brought to you by Amazon and an accident involving a couple semis. This is westbound I-70 at Brighton Boulevard. It's blocking two lanes, only one lane getting by. Of course, that is causing a big delay. Amazon's hiring full-time warehouse staff in Aurora. They're making on-the-spot job offers this week. Learn more and apply at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs and the Equal Opportunity Employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Rean Pro Partners text line is now open. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Is your furnace ready for winter? Go to ReanProPartners.com today. I think our focus is on the Rockies and what's going on on our scoreboard. Uh, you know, again, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comment on what our guys look. I don't know what you know, 35 players and coaches and everybody looks at, but you know, our focus where it needs to be is on our game, right? That's, that's where, that's where we need to focus on. So, uh, we know that if we play well and we pitch and we, and we hit, especially if we hit with runners in scoring position, uh, we'll be in pretty good shape. The calming voice of Bud Black. Fellas, uh, and I know AW, Manchester, we've had this debate on the show before, what the Rockies have lacked down the stretch and the appearances that they've lacked 
hitting, clearly. Clutch hitting. You get shut out. You don't produce on the road, especially. But there's a, there's a number out there, and you know how these numbers guys come out of the woodworks in baseball. There's a number out there that the, the difference between the, the Rockies second half and the Rockies first half is not hitting. It's pitching. It's starting pitching, relief pitching. You add it all up, add up the ERAs, add up how many more runs they're giving, all of that stuff. The difference between May, June, and August, September is indeed pitching. You can believe it. You can look the other way. But it's not what you think it is, Manchester. I, starting pitching I and totally pitching. disagree with you. I, 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 I'm not making the case here. Statistically speaking, the bullpen is not even close to where it was in May and June. And starting pitching's ERA and quality starts not even close to where it was in May and June. All right, well, what's their hitting been since May and June? I mean, you what, do that what, math. I did mine. What has Mark Reynolds done since then? What's, what's he done? Up, but I, here's, the, here's what, you, what you're missing. One feeds off the other. Oh, good lord. So now you're, now you're blaming the hitting on the pitching. That's, and I'm gonna find the Thomas Harding tweet from yesterday where he had what they've done in the last 12 games in terms of starts and there were, it was like, Six games, the Rockies have scored three runs or less. In three games, they gave him zero run support. How good does your pitching have to be if you're getting zero run support? All do, I'm telling do you, that math for me. If you had pitched, it was impossible to stay on that pace. If they had pitched like they did in May and June, we wouldn't even be in the situation right now. They'd be threatening the Dodgers for crying out loud. Well, their if hitting has been pretty crappy all year long, so at least their pitching was good for part of the year. Almost every night they get a, a decent enough start, and it's not a technically a quality start per MLB stats, but they get a good enough start that you're like, you know what? If they were hitting the ball at all, they'd be in this game because it's it's different at Coors Field. But it's it's the fact that they're you look up at the scoreboard so many times and they got one hit and no runs through six innings. That's the problem. And they're also a team. Look how this team is built. Where's the money on this roster? It ain't in the pitching staff. It's it, it, it's in terms of everyday players. Those are the guys who have to perform. This is a team built to win 6-5, to five, not to built to win 2-1. to one. It doesn't change the numbers, and I'm not a numbers guy. If the numbers were the same as they were in May and June, they would be... Again, they'd be closer to the Dodgers than the wild card. The Rockies were 47 and 26 on June 20th. Remember, Nolan Arenado had that walk off against the Giants on Father's Day and then the next night against Arizona had the clutch double. That put them to 47 and 26. They're now 85 and 73. They are 38 and 47 since that day. Nine games under 500 since June the 20th. And it's, and it's all because they're starting pitching. And my argument is because the pitching is not even close to what it was the first two months of the season. Not, and that's not my argument. That's what the math says. These 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 baseball people and their math. That's what the math tells you. Might not me. Pat, might have been Patrick Saunders. I'm searching. I'm searching. I will find the exact stats for you if we're going to go with numbers and it explains how bad they've been at the plate. In the last two weeks. Right. Uh, meanwhile, I, I don't know if you guys have seen, I, you can't help but see these things. They're all over the place, not only on social media. Now they're making the Internet when you're just browsing through a, a basic sports story. How many of these, and I don't want to describe them as wackos because that would be an extremist point of view. How many of these passionate fans are we going to see burning jerseys and tickets? I mean, I saw a guy yesterday in West Virginia, I think he was like a Ravens fan. He starts burning his jersey and almost caught himself on fire. He literally had to run. He almost caught his body on fire doing this thing. I mean, it's getting stupid now. All right, here you go. 
Over the last 10 games, heading into yesterday, Rocky starters have a 2.95 ERA with four quality starts. No runs, no runs of support three times, three or fewer runs six times. So I actually had the stats right. Six times in the last 10 games, they had scored three runs or fewer. They had scored none in three of those starts. But okay, starting pitching. Last 10 games, they had a under three ERA. It ain't numbers, starting pitching, dude. The it's, numbers it's, tell the story. They, I know. I just gave you the numbers. They can't hit. And so the numbers suggest it's hitting, but then the other part of it is, and it's the most important number of all, where's the, where are they spending money? Cargo, Ian Desmond. I, I mean, that's the guys making big money on this team. Who, who's the highest paid starting pitcher on this team? The highest paid pitcher is probably Greg Holland, and he's gone in the tank, which nobody wanted to believe when I said it, looking out the front window versus the rearview mirror. Well, that was the other question I was going to ask you. You ask who the first three starters are in the postseason. Who are you going to give the ball to in the ninth? It's got to be Holland, right? You, yes, it's yeah, Holland. It's got to be. It's Holland. Now, that's I, I mean, a question the, I can ask Steve Foster. Nobody else has been good enough to say, yeah, we totally trust him. you got to go with the guy who's been in that kind of situation. Well, and if right, he's back, your closer all year, it would be a little silly to abandon him now, right? All right, back to my question about the jerseys. Have you guys seen these? Like, They're all over the place. Have you seen these jerseys, these these, these people burning these things and how dangerous it looks? Yeah, I've seen them, but it's like, why why are we giving these whack jobs any attention? That's exactly what they want, right? Again, you're the one who called them whack jobs. Uh, you again, called them whack right jobs to, like three minutes ago. No, I said I, I took it back because it's the right to freedom of expression. <laughs> they can do whatever you want. You can express yourself however you want. Uh, but somebody's going to catch they can. on fire. Hey, you, all right, then you know what? They can light themselves on fire all they want. Why Why do we care? Have Have you ever used, what is that? What do they call that barbecue stuff? When lighter you fluid? Want? Yeah, lighter fluid. Okay, have you ever used it to start a fire? Yes. You know how dangerous that stuff is? Yes. Dude, I did it. a hell of a fire, though. I did a television segment years ago when I was in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. It was a Memorial Day barbecue thing. I was messing with the lighter fluid. Oh, my God. That stuff can get crazy. That's all I ask. It's only a matter of time before someone publicly is burning a jersey and they burn themselves. Uh, Burn it with it on. Yeah. Uh, again, Darwin would be proud. I, I don't really know what I'm supposed to say. Did you see the guy who lit, lit his season tickets on fire yesterday? Yes. See, now, to me, that's more meaningful than a jersey. That's much more meaningful. Do we actually think he lit the tickets on fire or just the envelopes? Because all I saw were the envelopes. You guys want to know what Mark Reynolds' batting average by month has been since June? <laughs> sure. 229 in July, 250 in August, 250 in... September slash October, he's hit a grand total in those three months of 10 home runs. He hit 19 in the first three months when he was hitting over 300. What is his season average? Uh, let me scroll up. And I'll ask you this as you look for a season average. What did you expect? He's hitting 271. Okay. Well, are you no, kidding no. me? What are we doing? Are we, I, doing, wait, are we doing numbers or are we doing expectations? Because it's, it's like the Trevor you. Simeon thing. Well, let's use numbers when the numbers are good, but then when he sucks, it's like, well, he's All a seventh right. round pick. What if, do you expect? If, if, if I told he's only you got back, one arm. I if mean, I come told on. You back in Club March, foot. back in March, that on September 22nd, what is it? 27th. On September 27th, Mark Reynolds would be batting 271. Would you take that? Yes. Would you take that? Yes, but okay. you said their pitching is what has cooled down, and I'm saying no, that's not the case. Their hitting has cooled down. I think we could both be right in this situation. Well, I'm more right. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> the, the point is, 
if they had the dominance that they displayed the first two yes, months. you are right. It, had their pitching carried their crappy hitting all season long, then yes. But their hitting has been bad for the most part all year long. We could look at Trevor Story's numbers. Those are probably that's a pretty flat line because it's been awful, 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 awful. On the text line, 30933, Vic, look at the eye test. It's clearly the hitting as of late. I agree with you. Listen, I always use the eye test. I prefer the eye test over the analytics test all the time. I'm just telling you the analytics show you different. You know what Charlie Blackman? The analytics Blackman's, tell you it's all about the pitching. You know what Charlie Blackman's hitting in September? What? 259. Sorry, 253. Um, let's see. Regarding what do they do if they were to rain out this game and the Marlins couldn't stay? They could not play the game on Monday because Monday's scheduled as a possible play-in game. So they would have to find a way to squeeze it in sometime in the next four days, fellas. I think the best idea is just cancel tomorrow's game between Miami and Atlanta. Keep it, you keep Miami here till you can play the game. Well, and teams have played 161 in the past, and if it's two teams that are out of it, like it is Miami and Atlanta, I like that point from you because... They don't need to play 162 this year. They can just play Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and not have to squeeze in a double header so that Miami can play the meaningful game tomorrow against the Rockies. You guys know what Gerardo Paro's par is batting in September? What's that? 221. I can keep doing this all day yeah, long. Of course you can. Because <laughs> I'm right. Their hitting has gone in the tank even more so than it was earlier in the year. Yes, their pitching has not been as good, but it hasn't been the problem. Pitching cures all. If I predicted to you, if I told you that the same pitchers we saw in May showed up now for the final five ga- or four games and into the postseason, how good would you feel about the Rockies run? If I told you, if I guaranteed you what you saw in May and June would show up for the final four games here? I would ask if uh, the Charlie Blackman from the first four months of the season was going to show up or the last month. You would say, thank you, I'll take another. Thank it, you very much. Is Trevor Story going to show up? Every day. Is Cargo going to show up? Is Parra going to show up? Is Reynolds going to show up? Nolan Arnato has not been as good since he got hit in the hand down in Miami. I mean, who's, which, uh, Cargo is actually the only guy who's hit better in the last month than he did in the first four well, months. He couldn't help it in the first couple <laughs> months. Yeah, that would have been hard it. not to do. See, I get if it. Anything, if anything, that, that defends my point. Cargo didn't even show up until late August, and they still won in dominant fashion because of pitching. Dominated. 20 games above 500 because of pitching. So your It's p- always about pitching. Your point always. is their pitching didn't carry a crappy lineup for five months. It only carried them for three months. Pitching heals all wounds. Uh, they, they Any gotta, holes. It band-aids it all. Their ERA is under three, well under three now, thanks to Tyler Anderson in the last 11 games. Up next, our Power 5 question of the day. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Don't forget Jason Hirsch showing up at the top of the hour. Every Tuesday on Altitude 950, it's Denver cornerback Aqib Talib. Outspoken, no holds bar, speaking his mind. Tuesday at 815 on the Vic Lombardi Show. Presented by Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Metro21homes.com. By Icon Zoo. Professionally tailored suits in Cherry Creek. And by Honda Power Equipment. Power you can trust. The Aqib Talib Show. Every Tuesday, all season only on Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. The breakfast burrito, mostly. Sam's number three. The sucker for burrito. 
burritos and then you make a breakfast and I'm in. I love their home fries and I love the tomatilla sauce. Love the green chili here. Everything looked really good and then I turned the page and saw there was a whole other page of breakfast. I think there's a taste for everybody. I love the menu. It's a great selection. Well, it's been a long-held tradition in my family. I've been coming here since I was a little girl. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker in Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown at 15th and Kern. Soft is a good word. Are you a homeowner who's tired of paying mortgage insurance? Hey guys, Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing. If you own a home in the super hot Denver market, you've got to hear about another way American Financing can save you money. We all know home values are higher than they've ever been, but did you know your current home value may be up to 40% more than when you bought it? This is huge because once equity goes up, mortgage insurance can go away, putting extra money in your pockets. So why not let the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing make those savings happen through a simple loan refinance. Even if your original lender can't help you, chances are American Financing can. No upfront fees, and you may even lock into a lower interest rate. Start saving as much as $1,000 a month, and you may be able to close in as fast as 10 days. Call now, 303-695-7000, or go online, AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182-334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. All it takes to get a loan for your next truck or SUV is a couple of clicks at bestcarbuys.com. Bad credit, no credit, first-time buyer, Best Car Buys has credit unions and banks competing for your business with premium financing for everyone. And a wide selection of low-mileage trucks and SUVs, even diesels. All vehicles come with a free 60-day warranty. See dealer for details. And a free Carfax is available. Visit bestcarbuys.com and fill out the easy credit form. All it takes to get a loan for your next truck or SUV is a couple of clicks at bestcarbuys.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A big delay on I-225 northbound approaching 6th Avenue. It's an accident clearing at one point blocking all lanes. So that is a big delay. Avoid it if you can. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. An accident on westbound I-70. It is basically stopped traffic between Havana and Steel Vasquez. An accident involving two semis and three cars getting cleared. Amazon's hiring full-time warehouse staff in Aurora. They're making on-the-spot job offers this week. Learn more and apply at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs, an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. The Orange and Blue Preview presented by Star Limousines, raising the bar in style and comfort to and from your destination. It's the best way to get ready for kickoff. Join the Altitude 950 crew live at Fieldhouse Event Venue two hours before every home game. We've had a blast out there. We've got another one coming up this weekend located at 16th and Federal. Fieldhouse Event Venue is the room with a view overlooking the stadium. Next up, this Sunday, October 1st at noon, before Denver takes on Oakland. Stop by for the best pregame party. Talk football with the Altitude 950 team. Win prizes in more. It's the Orange and Blue Preview presented by Star Limousines. Sunday is going to be quite the day in Denver, Colorado, especially if the Rockies still have something on the line with the Dodgers here. The Broncos and Raiders in not an elimination game in the AFC West. That may be a hair dramatic, but a huge game, especially if Kansas City keeps rolling to get to 4-0. It's not an official elimination game, but if you're the Broncos and you fall to 2-2 two and two and you're a game behind the Raiders, potentially two behind the Chiefs, and you've lost to the Raiders on your home field, you're in some trouble. 
it's crazy that a quarter of the way into the season that could be the case, but I don't think we're being dramatic. You're right. Trouble would be the right word, especially if the Chiefs move to four and oh and the Raiders are three and one. Now all of a sudden you're starting to talk about that leapfrog thing, right? Where you have to, you have to leapfrog not only one, but two teams to win your division and three teams never make the playoffs from the same division. That's a very rare thing to happen. Uh, both wild cards coming from the same division you don't see often. Well, and you're two and two in what people looked at and said that's the easiest part of your schedule. Right. Now, I, that's always a little bit, you know, you never know from year to year how teams are going to be, but I think everybody when they looked at the Broncos schedule said, all right, you got to get off to a hot start. If you're two and two at the bye, two games behind Kansas City, a game behind Oakland and already lost Oakland on your home field, you're in trouble. On the home field? Yeah, if the, if it's not. I think a, if you lose in general, I don't think it matters where anymore. Well, but now you got to go into Oakland and, and try and beat them there. Uh, just to salvage a split. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just imagine, you, you guys are right about that. The, the bye week presents a couple different things. It's a break, yeah, but when you have an early bye week and you lose that game going into the bye week, man, it that bitter taste it leaves you as a team. Especially if you lose two in a row, right? It's just so different. Three and one versus two and two going into that bye week. I mean, miles apart, really. Well, and if they're two and two and they lose and Trevor plays like he did when they lost to Kansas City at home last year, there's not going to be much talk. If they're two and two and Trevor plays like he did at home against New England last year, and you got Brock Osweiler sitting there and you got Paxton Lynch sitting there, the conversation's going to happen. I know it's cliche, and I know we say it all the time, and you're going to hear it again. That's why the NFL always is and will always remain a week-to-week league. Oakland looked unbeatable those first two weeks, right? Yep. They yep. go into Tennessee, look at them, oh, my God, and then they do nothing, nothing against the Redskins. Well, and and the Broncos need to play Oakland exactly like they play Dallas. They need to attack them up front and hit them in the mouth. I don't think the Broncos – feared Dallas's O-line. They may have respected them, but they certainly didn't fear them. And they beat up the Dallas offensive line that day, regarded as one of the best in football. Oakland's offensive line is also regarded as one of the best in football. And Washington hit them in the mouth and attacked them. The Broncos need to do the exact same thing on Sunday. You can't over-respect, if you will, uh, an offensive line or you'll get beat. But if you uh, if you come out aggressive, you can beat them, just like the Broncos proved against the Cowboys and Washington proved against Oakland. Are you guys a little surprised at the number Broncos favored by two and a half in this game? Yes. I'm not considering what they've done at home so far this year. They've they've looked really good at home. Sands, uh, a couple fourth quarters where they've had huge leads and kind of mismanaged those leads, but they've been up by more than 17 points in both their home games. Basically, Vegas is saying these teams are even three points is for the home field, sure. so they're it's like, eh, we think Oakland's a little better than Denver, but not much. I'm surprised by that. I think Oakland's a better team than the Broncos, based on the what? quarterback. Well, did you see the quarterback in Washington? Yeah. I, I, again, I did. You keep saying that. I did. Who's a better quarterback, Vic? Who's a better quarterback? Derek Carr. Okay, so what? When I say the quarterback, then why is it? Well, did you see okay. him in Washington? Yes. Did you see Trevor Simeon in Tennessee, Kansas City, and at home against New England last year? Who, yeah. Who's the better? Who's the better defense? Denver's. Okay. So your quarterback, my defense. I mean, we, we can play this game. Who's the better it. offensive line? Oakland. Who's okay. the better? Who's the better? Washington? I mean, well, we can play this game all day, obviously. 
Where's the game being played? Here. I mean, it, the, the point is you, just because a team has a better quarterback doesn't this, and that's where you're flawed. Your argument's consistently flawed. Yeah, most of the time the quarterback makes the difference, but it's not all the time. I know. You, you pick teams based on the quarterback all but, the time. Yes, and if you're going to make picks based on most of the time, that's a pretty damn good way about going, uh, going about it. How come you didn't pick New Orleans? You got a pretty good quarterback. Uh, the other side had a guy who's, uh, Former MVP. It's not like Cam Newton's a bad quarterback. You picked Baltimore like I did because of Joe Flacco, and they got absolutely romped on. They did. See, I mean, that's the mistake we make as football fans. We look at the quarterback position, and we assume, all right, that game, that team's a reflection of that position. No, not all the time. Not all the time, but most of the time, and there's a reason they're the highest paid player on almost every single team. There's a reason. I mean... Yeah, you know, I, I'm not breaking news here. I think if of we're going to say if we're going to say it's not the quarterback, well, now we're now we're breaking some but, news. But 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 if that held true, then how does Chicago with Mike Glennon beat Pittsburgh with Ben Roethlisberger? How does that happen? It happens because it's a team game. That's Aber- why aberrations happen. Aberrations happen. Again, you can you can find me. Well, Jeff Hostetler won a Super Bowl, and Mark Rippon won a Super Bowl, and Brad Johnson won one, and Trent Dilfer won one, and I would reply with yes. And there's been fifty one of them played, oh, and you can come up with hold five on. freaking guys. So you're saying that every football matchup, you're going automatically with the better quarterback? No, but if you did, you'd win more often than not. You would. So so you're going to look okay. So every matchup in the NFL this weekend. I would win more than lose if I go with the better quarterback. Yeah. Let me see. All right, let me take a look at some of these matchups. Let's <clears throat> you see. would. All right, let me see here. Uh, New Orleans, Miami. This game, uh, I don't, where is this game being played? I don't know. London. Take, take New Orleans. It's in London. It's in London. So you say take New Orleans because Breeze is better than Cutler. Yes. Okay. So, so, so far my theory thing. holds true. All right. So Seattle, Indianapolis at Seattle. Take um, Seattle. Okay. Arizona, San Francisco at Arizona. Arizona. So we're three, three for three on this okay. theory. San Diego Chargers, Philadelphia Eagles. That's a tough one because I'm not sure who has the better quarterback because Philip Rivers is playing awful right now, but I would lean toward Philip Rivers, but you could make the argument Carson Wentz. That's a flip of a coin. Tampa, New York Giants. Where's the game? Well, wait a minute. I thought it was just about quarterbacks. Oh, okay. Uh, you, you just said no, no, that's don't, fine. You're don't fine. Ask you're right. Start. You're right. You're right. I'll take Eli. I'll take Eli. You're going to take Eli? You're going to take okay. the 0-3 Giants? Yep. Over Jameis? Yep. Ooh, I'll take he's Eli. He's a better quarterback. Eli's a better quarterback. He's got two Super Bowl rings. All right. Buffalo at Atlanta. I'll take Atlanta. Okay. Uh, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. I'll take Pittsburgh. Okay. Your quarterback lost last week, by the way, to Chicago. I Cincinnati, Cincinnati at Cleveland. I'll take Cincinnati. Because Dalton's a better quarterback. Yes. Uh, you know what? We can, we can record these. I'll go with these picks. These are my picks for... We can do this Sunday. This is fine. Okay. No problem. Who's who's next? Jacksonville at the Jets. I'll take Jacksonville. Tennessee at Houston. I'll take Tennessee. Although that's a tough one because I do think Deshaun Watson's pretty darn good, but I'm going to go oh, with Marcus Mariota. Such... <laughs> okay. Now, now, see, now you're just creatively catering things to you. So you've seen Deshaun Watson play two games, and now you're going to put him up there with Mariota, who's played an entire oh, – come on. What the hell's Mariota done? All right, come on. Really? You think Mariota's got some sort of great NFL career that this is such a lopsided uh, equation here? What's Mariota done? I would lean toward Marcus Mariota in this game. Washington AKC. Um, I'm gonna take. I'll take Alex Smith. Alex Smith's better than Kirk Cousins. Yeah, those guys are pretty close though. That's. I mean, some of these games are pretty even, Stephen. That's three that are pretty even, Stephen. All right, so the I, I just want you to remember the quarterback theory for the rest of the season. Fine. Broncos. Broncos. Raiders. I'll take the Raiders. 
Because of the better quarterback. Correct. Okay. So when when we had the, the Broncos-Cowboys matchup, did you take the Cowboys for that same reason? No, because I don't really think either of those quarterbacks are all that good. Oh, come on. You were talking to Dak all week. I was the, not. The point is, when did the point I ever is, say Dak was great? Game. I said if Paxton Lynch had gone there, he'd had the same success as Dak. That's what I said, and everybody laughed at it. That's I've never said Dak was great. It's not a team game, Vic. If it was a team game, quarterback wouldn't be the highest paid uh, position on, on on the field. It is on almost every single team. Quarterback the is most the most Im- important position, no doubt about in it. In all of it's sports. It's still a team game. And I would argue all of sports. I think a goalie in hockey carries as much weight as a quarterback in football. 4294 no chimes in on the text line. This discussion is exactly why the little degenerates are winning this season. There you go. They're 28 and 12. You know what they can tell you on every single team? The, the quarterback. quarterback. They can't tell you, oh, Who's the guard? They have no freaking clue. They're 28 okay. and 12. I, I want to test this theory. I want to go through the entire season. Just take the better quarterback. If that's the case, man, we found a flaw in Vegas. We've won. We've won. We've we figured it out. We should all be rich I'll by the end of the year. I, I bet you you'd win 70 to 75% of the time. Just by going with the better quarterback? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Does that same rule apply in hockey then with the better goalie? No. Why not? Because I don't agree with your theory that that's just as important as um, as your starting quarterback. Now, maybe anything, if you want to go starting a hockey, pitcher. A hockey goalie can. I'd go with that. Are you kidding me? A hockey goalie can take you all the way to the Stanley Cup finals on a, on a crap team. We've seen it before. Did Pittsburgh win the Stanley Cup because they had the best goalie? But I can give you, I can cite team after team with Anaheim. Who was the, the goalie on Edmonton's teams with Gretzky? Okay, but and there's Messi. also goalies that have carried teams. Yeah, on occasion, just like Brad Johnson won a Super Bowl. Great. So let's go build a theory based on, well, Trent Dilfer did it. Let's go do it. And I always tell people, you can come up with five. They played 51 of these freaking things. That's 10% roughly. I just remember your quarterback theory this Sunday because that quarterback you referenced has to go against the Broncos' defense. And I think it neutralizes every advantage you've given them. Everyone. It's a team game. (laughs) Yeah, the defense. They look great in Buffalo. Okay. It's a home game, different game. I told you. So far, I'm three and zero on Bronco games. By the way, you are. I know this team. I know things. I am a doctor. And you're picking Denver this weekend? Um, right now, yeah. Right now, unless I change, unless something. I mean, I had to make my, my decisions gut. on Wednesday. Yeah, unless something changes in my gut, it's it's a very easy pick for me. Just like last week. Remember last week, I picked the Buffalo game early in the week. I saw you it did. coming. You did. Saw it coming. I told you what would happen. And this week, I see it coming again. These are easy. September games, again, they're easy. has nothing to do with quarterback versus quarterback. It has to do with the human condition, and I know it because I'm a doctor. Up next, Jason Hirsch, former Rockies pitcher, on what the Rockies have in store for this postseason run right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up tonight, the Rapids are on the road to take on FC Dallas. Kickoff is at 6 o'clock with Connor McGahee on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver. This is the home of your Colorado Rapids. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Boy, it didn't hit me until I looked at the standings. There are only two undefeated teams in the National Football League. Is that the fewest ever at this juncture? Two? After three games? Remember that season they had like eight going into midseason? Two games, two teams undefeated right now. 
Kansas City. And in Atlanta. And Atlanta. And Atlanta, Atlanta could very easily be one and two. They've had two goal line stands in their first three games. But if they weren't undefeated, then Detroit would be. Not if they lost to Chicago, but I see your point. Yeah. You know, that's funny because records, I, I think, are so heavily overrated now. Don't be that person that says the undefeated team's the best team, right? I Those mean, records are team. overrated. Right now, yeah. I, Those are the things we use to determine who makes the playoffs, but they're overrated. In September. In September. They're yeah. always overrated. In September. I'm you don't think you right Atlanta KC is a possible Super Bowl preview? Possible. But I could tell you, I can name six other teams that could easily sit in those places right now. Just because they're undefeated doesn't mean they're the best teams in football. I just told you, don't be that guy who assumes your record indicates everything in September. Who's better than the Chiefs right now, Vic? Long term? Yeah. Long term. If you gave me the Chiefs and the Patriots in November or December, I'll take the Patriots. All right. So head to head means nothing. Going into Foxborough and beating them by 15 on their home turf the night they're celebrating a Super Bowl title means nothing. If you gave me those same two teams and you had me bet my mortgage on it, all right, put money where my mouth is, I would take New England every single time. But the game's not going to be in Foxborough. It's going to be in Arrowhead. Doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm just telling you so what you think I would New England do. goes to Arrowhead in January and wins an AFC title game. You gotta bet a thousand dollars right now on one of them to go well, to the Super Bowl. Who are you betting? Yeah. Kansas City. New England almost lost to Deshaun Watson at home last week. They should be one and two. Kansas City hasn't been in the Super Bowl since 1969. Have you seen the pace of an NFL season? How long have you watched the game? It changes. Things change. It's always fluid. Teams get better. Teams get worse. New England's one of those teams that always seems to get better. Baltimore, those teams that get better. Has New England ever looked this vulnerable in two of its first three games at home? We can toss out the one game that happened in Arrowhead three years ago that everyone likes to cite. At home. I, I consider, you know what I consider? New England's a snake. I always consider them being alive. You know, when the, even when they look dead to me. They look dead and they're still alive. That's, that's what New England is. A little overdramatic. Sorry. I think I, you'd agree. I'm with you. I would take New England because I'm going to go with history. I'm going to go with Tom. You know why I'm going to go with them? They have a better quarterback. I'll go with Tom Brady. And you know what? If I hadn't have said that and I'd asked you why, you'd have said Belichick and Brady. And you would have made my point. Did they have a better quarterback in week one? They did. And they lost. One dude threw for four touchdowns and the other dude completed 46% Tom, of his passes. You don't think Tom Brady's a better quarterback than Alex Smith? He wasn't that night. Okay, but if I was picking games based on my criteria leading into the week, I would have gone with that. I would have picked New England based on the quarterback. And it didn't work that game, but he's a better quarterback, and so I'd pick him every single time. In Arrowhead in January. And that's more often me. than not, I would be right. Wow. Okay. I, who, I don't know the last who time is Brady won in Arrowhead. In Arrowhead in January, John Elway or Elvis Gerbach? John Elway. And who won the game? John Elway. Okay. Uh, your theory doesn't always hold true. Who's a better quarterback, Mark Brunel or John Elway? It doesn't always hold true. Okay. I'm, I'm, again. Mark Brunel ain't too bad, though. Better quarterback, Peyton Manning or Joe Flacco? <laughs> Peyton Manning. Doesn't always hold true. Pick a week from last year. Pick a week, and we'll go through and see how my record would have done. Pick one. Paul on the text line says, by my count, the better quarterback in the matchup lost seven times last week. Last week was a crazy week. It was the week... Oh. Dude, if we talked about it yesterday, Vegas won more money last week than they have in any regular season week. Pick week oh. two. Let's pick pick a week from last year. Pick a number between well, one and seven. Just pick the week last week. Picking. Okay, the, let, it's not an aberration when it's the week that Vegas 
won the most money they've ever won. That's the one. Fine. You right, go off. Week, no, 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 no. no. Here's, here's the way we're going to do it, Vic. You go off last week because you think that's representative, and you pick based on that. I'll use every other week in the history of the league. Which one you think's the smarter way to go? Pick so week one. I'm just being the guy that's picking the week that supports me, or you're you're being the guy that picks the week that supports him. Pick a week from last year. How about week 14? You want to go with that? Is that random enough? You want to go 15? You want to go 12? You want to go 10? You want to go 11? Where are we going? Pick a week. Do it after this interview. I need to speak to another human being right now. Ladies and gentlemen, on the hotline, former Rockies pitcher Jason Hirsch. Jason, how are you? I'm good. Sounds like I came into a contentious argument here. Uh, That's what we do every day. We do it every day. It's like brothers. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, we're talking about football quarterbacks and how usually the, the better quarterback, according to James, my partner here, thinks the better quarterback usually wins the game. But I look at, at your, your guy, Philip Rivers, who is usually the better quarterback and they're struggling. What is going on with the Chargers and Philip Rivers this season? Is it just a case of I, bad luck? You know what? I, I don't know. They, they've, they've kind of been futile for a couple of years now where I mean, it's been a while since I've been a fan, you know, since I've been a fan of, of the Chargers, and it seems like it's the same story every year, where they just can't win the close ones, or they just don't have the right personnel, or they they manage to blow a, a late fourth quarter lead. It's the same song and dance every single year with them. You know, I watched the game on Sunday, and Philip just looked off. I mean, he was yeah. he was missing throws. The you know the offense just looked like they were sputtering. The defense was playing tight. Uh, all the way up until the uh, you know the last couple of plays of the fourth quarter there, but it, it it's the same thing every year with them. It is like a snake bitten franchise. I don't know. Have you heard now? Because I know you lived in San Diego. Have you heard this news that the NFL is secretly hoping to move the Chargers back because they look at it as a mistake and should have never left San Diego in the first place? If you're a San Diego fan, would you welcome that franchise back with open arms, or might it be a little while before they accept them? Well, I, I would say right now San Diego fans are hoping for an 0-16 uh, season for the Los Angeles Chargers just to kind of rub it in the face of the Spanos family. And I think a lot of San Diego fans would really enjoy having Dean Spanos sell the franchise to somebody else and, and run it in, in what their thought would be, a, would be the proper way, uh, much like I'm sure Rockies fans have had about, you know, the Montforts and, and every other, you know, sports franchise that struggles and, and has poor ownership. So uh, I I haven't heard any grumblings about that. It would certainly be an interesting prospect. I know it cost them a heck of a lot of money to move up to L.A. and play in that soccer stadium mm-hmm. for a couple of years. Uh, oh, no. I, I would love to see him back in San Diego. I would support a San Diego team. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm all on board with the Los Angeles Chargers right now. All right. Former Rockies pitcher Jason Hirsch. Uh, who are who are your one, two, and three pitchers going into the postseason? Uh, if if they make the postseason, John Gray's got to be the horse, right? And after that, who are they? Yeah, yeah, John Gray's certainly the horse. He's definitely earned it over his last uh, what ten or eleven starts. He's looked really uh, really good. You know, Tyler Anderson. I'm going to throw in there. He's got a he's got a just over a one, I think, in his last four starts. Is coming off DL. Um, he's looked pretty good. Um, kind of the Tyler Anderson we, we've come to know and love uh, prior to this season. And in that three spot's going to be kind of up for grabs. You know, Marquez seems to be the, the guy that uh, has carried a lot of the load this year, and he's been really good at times, and we've also seen him bad at times. So, um, you know, I don't know if Senzatella it, it would factor into there. I think Kyle Freeland's been all but eliminated from that starting pitching staff. 
um, or just the pitching staff in general, um, just because he's run up on his innings limit um, this year, and they're kind of pumping the brakes. So I'd say Marquez would probably be in that three-hole. You know how it is. Even when they get to that three-hole or even four-hole, guys will go two, three innings. It won't be a full, solid start. They always mix and match come the postseason. So I know people are worried about the depth. I don't think the depth has that big a play in postseason baseball as we assume. I think the bullpen is just as important as starters' depth. I would say you're right there, and I think last year was a great example of teams kind of throwing all their chips in the pot uh, to ensure that they win a ball game. You know, things that Andrew Miller and, and Araldus Chapman did last year in the playoffs, you know, going two and three innings at a time, uh, you know, eventually caught up to them at the end there, but it was a very effective um, move by, by both managers last year to use those guys in those situations. And basically, you're going to ride your hot hand. You know, you're, you're all in for, uh, what is it, 4, 8, uh, 12, basically 12 wins or, or uh, uh, 12, what, 10 wins, 11 wins yeah. to win the World Series. So, you know, you're, you're going to use everything that you have and you're going to ride whoever's got the best arm. Given the roller coaster nature of Greg Holland down the stretch, you got to give him the ball, right? He's got easier closer. There's no other option at this point. You, you live with, with what Greg Holland brings you. Yeah, I think, you know, when he was struggling there, his, his slider was ineffective, his fastball command was off, uh, and, and he got hit, and he was exposed for that stuff. Uh, since then, he's, he's managed to right the ship a little bit. His slider looks like it's back on plane um, the way it had been early in the season. Fastball command is better. So, you know, that's a, a veteran guy who's, remember, he's coming off of Tommy John, so, you know, he's still, you know, going through some ups and downs and kind of figuring out how his body's going to react to uh, that new ligament and this new workload. So uh, as a veteran reliever, I fully expect him to be ready to compete in a postseason setting and compete effectively. Jason, how does a slider get off plane so many times when it was a dominant pitch through the middle part of July? Yeah, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing. For, for a lot of pitchers, a slider is a feel pitch. Uh, and if you're feeling it over a certain amount of time and you're kind of in that groove, it's there, but when you lose that feel for it, you start trying to experiment with things or you're trying to make it nastier than it needs to be, uh, whether we want to call it overconfidence or, um, you know, just a, a, whatever it might be. Like I said, that the feel of the pitch is what most slider guys are going to go with. And a lot of times it's just getting back to basics and not trying to do too much with it. Uh, you know, having discussions, you know, I, I, I saw you got Steve Foster's going to be on later this, this morning. You know, he'll tell you that, you know, they'll go back and look at video or they'll have conversations about, you know, what did you feel when it was going well and can we try and replicate that feeling to kind of trigger that light bulb to go off in your head and say, oh, yeah, that's how I threw it. And there you go. You've got your slider back. I have to ask you about the situation this week. We, we've discussed it on the show, and I'm, I'm not sure if there's been an example of this. There's rain in the forecast, all right? I'm not going to say it's raining all day, but let's say it did. Let's say it rained all day and you couldn't get a game in today. What do they do? I mean, Miami's got a game tomorrow against Atlanta. I mean, do, do they keep them around? I mean, they have to play this game in Colorado. This has playoff implications. What happens? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, Major League Baseball, I'm sure, has a contingency plan for things like that. My guess is they would scrap the game unless uh, unless it was a, uh, a you know a deciding game at the end of the season. So basically, they postpone the, the, the postseason, uh, or they play that extra game. You know, obviously right before the wild card game. So 
you know, they, they, they're going to have a contingency plan to do that. If, say, the Rockies end up winning the wild card by half a game, they'll try and make this game, or they'll have to make this game up. Wow. Right? If they win it by a yeah. full game, yeah. then... Uh, you know, they're going to say, you know, it, it, it's a wash and we'll just give it to the Rockies. I know you're scoreboard watching like the rest of us. Do you want, it, it's weird because St. Louis and Milwaukee are facing each other to finish the schedule. Who, who should we be rooting for here today? I mean, do, do you want St. Louis with the, an edge or Milwaukee? Because St. Louis is going to be having those home games. They got three in a row at home to close the season. Yeah, I, I, you know what, I, as it sits right now, I'd love for Milwaukee to take two out of three. Uh, oh, sorry, I'd like to see uh, St. Louis take two out of three. Um, that way, you know, they can even themselves up in the standings and then let the Rockies take care of business, uh, obviously against the Marlins tonight and the Dodgers for the last four uh, or the last bit at home. So uh, I want them to beat up each other where they're not going to gain any ground and let the Rockies try and pull away and at least have a cushion. You know, I don't, I don't like these nail-biter, skinny-your-teeth type, type situations. Uh, I like when the Rockies jump out to a lead, when the bullpen comes in and closes it. I like when we got two or three game lead in the wild card and we can go into Arizona and kick some butt there. Last question, Jason. And I, I, we've observed this through the course of the season, especially in late August, early September. For some reason, the Rockies' batters seem to get up and perform better against better pitchers. It's some of these lesser-known journeymen, young guys, random guys that show up and just have their way. But when they face Kershaw, when they face Darvish, when they had that that, that five-game road win, it was all big-name pitchers they beat. Why is that? You know, I think there's a lot of video and a lot of tendencies uh, and charts and things like that, that that hitters have access to now. Um, and especially against those top-notch guys, you know what they're going to bring up there. You know they're going to go out there and compete. You know, you know what Kershaw's going to throw at you. It's just a matter of whether or not you can hit it. So you're looking at tendencies. You're looking at video. You know, some of these guys might have some secret in their back pocket. They know when Kershaw's going to throw his breaking ball or they know when Greenkey's going to throw his slider or whatever it might be. Um, but there's a lot of information on those veteran guys uh, and those dominant guys that they can go off of. The younger guys, there's a lot less information. So a lot of times hitters are going to go up there kind of feeling them out, kind of searching for what makes them tick, and, and is there something in here that I can find that I can take advantage of? And that's the cat-and-mouse game of, of baseball. And right now, you know, with younger arms, there's just not a whole lot of information on them, whereas the veteran guys, you've got nothing but information on them. Uh, last one, I, I lied. Reunion night. I saw you on the field with all the 2007 guys. Which guy has um, changed the most? Is, is a guy who came back with a completely different personality? Is there one guy you can point to? I, you know what? I, I, we had this conversation with, with some friends of ours. Uh, we, we all went out as a team on Saturday night um, after the ball game. And I just remember looking down that table at everybody and going, you know what? If this, it, it looked like the season had ended yesterday for us. <laughs> we, nobody was different. All the personalities were all the same. We were all joking and yucking it up, having a great old time. The wives were all chatting with each other. The only thing that's different is that 10 years down the road, some of us have gained a few pounds, and all of our kids are enormous. You know, I remember I remember Todd's daughter was like three or four years old back in those seven, and now she's a teenager with a boyfriend, and I'm like, holy cow, you know, time has really, has really caught up with a lot of us. But as a group of guys, 
if nothing had changed, and I think that's what made us such a great ball club. That's cool, man. I'm going to be hanging with my high school buddies this weekend, and it's the same way. Nothing changes. You get older, you get grayer, but it's the same people. Hey, Jason, thanks for yep. the time, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. I'll talk to you. Take care. That is Jason Hirsch, former Rockies pitcher. We'll hook up with Jason once the Rockies uh, clinch a postseason berth, which I think will happen Saturday. God, it better happen Saturday. You don't want to go into that Sunday game with everything on the line, Broncos and Raiders, Rockies and Dodgers. That's a question. Hey, how's this for a question? If if that game is a must win for the Rockies on Sunday and they're on at the same time, which they will be, which game are you watching? And I know you're going to say, well, I'll flip back and forth. But if you had to make a choice, which game are you watching? Rockies-Dodgers or Raiders-Broncos? You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Attention sports fans. Hey, you need to sell your house. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call. And he's going to make you the following offer. Troy will sell your home at a price and a time you agree with, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. He's got an exclusive system for marketing homes. It's all about marketing. All right? Everything's about marketing. Recently, he sold a home $10,000 more than what the owner thought he would get using that marketing system. So give him a call today. 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. Troy has so many approved buyers, he might have a buyer for you right now. 720 720- Nine hundred four four three three. I don't know about you, but even when I'm feeling financially stable, I'd never turn away from the opportunity to save more money. I'm talking about cutting back your mortgage term or lowering your interest rate. This is Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing, and you can trust me when I say they have the best option for you to own your home free and clear in 15 years. By refinancing to a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage, you can eliminate mortgage insurance, consolidate high-interest debt, and even save tens of thousands of dollars in interest money over the long run. Yes, tens of thousands of dollars in overall savings. And with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Your monthly payments will never increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. 303-695-7000 or you go online to AmericanFinancing.net. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Colorado Rapids look for a win on the road against FC Dallas. Be sure to watch on Altitude starting tonight at 5.30 p.m. with kickoff at 6. For more behind-the-scenes exclusives, game previews, and updates, follow Altitude TV on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Log on to our website at altitude.tv for channel numbers in your area. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Rapids. At Morningstar Assisted Living and Memory Care at Jordan, simple little things make all the difference. For we know that in the details, senior living becomes senior loving. Our beautiful community in Centennial celebrates wellness and community for today's senior. We offer suites for assisted living and memory care. Call for your tour and ask about our all-inclusive pricing. Morningstar at Jordan, casting a new light in senior living. Call 303-321-3277. 303-321-3277. The Colorado Rapids take on FC Dallas on Saturday, October 7th. Bring your whole family no matter what the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola family plan. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Go to ColoradoRapids.com. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Improvement behind an accident. Northbound I-225 approaching 6th Avenue at one time. All lanes were blocked. Right now, two right lanes are open. Still causing slow traffic between Parker Road and 6th Avenue. Traffic is brought to you by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. On Parker Road, expected delay northbound approaching Quincy with an accident clearing. The Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer is the top choice of doctors, nurses, and other health professionals nationwide. Now can be your choice, too. Get yours at your local club warehouse and other fine retailers today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Some really sad news. Mike Kliss reporting this morning. The passing of legendary former Broncos coach Red Miller, who uh, dies from stroke complications. He had a stroke recently. I believe he was close to 90 years old, if not 90. Uh, expected to be um, inducted into the Broncos Ring of Fame later this season. Unfortunately, he won't be with us for that induction, but uh, our condolences go out to uh, Red Miller and his family. He was the first great one, guys. 1977 doesn't happen without Red Miller. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it was his uh, his first year here. He came into uh, a, a team that had talent but didn't know how to win and was, um, boy, they, they were a bit of a mess. I mean, it was basically a player revolt that got John Ralston out of here after the 1976 season. That's the situation that Red Miller walked into. Uh, and, man, he pushed all the right buttons that year and during most of his four years here. So um, that's terribly sad news. It, it, it bums me out, Vic, because – He's 90. He stopped coaching here in 1980. Why did you wait till 2017 I, I, to put him know. in the ring of fame? I, I've never, I've never understood why you would wait that long for a guy that that long in the tooth when everybody understands the history of this franchise. Yeah. And how meaningful 77 was. Do, do we need to go through this again? Again, for those who weren't around back in the 70s, that team, that specific team, meant more to this franchise. In this city than any team in the history of Denver sports. I will repeat myself. That team was the most important team in the history of Denver sports. And that is not hyperbolic. It's not. That's the truth. You, you can look at everything that is here now in terms of sports. Uh, what the Broncos are today, the fact that the Avs are here, the fact that the Rockies are here. And it's not a leap to trace it all back to the 1977 Broncos season. It's that, not at all. That team, you could say, that team put the city on the map. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It put the city on the map, beating the Raiders in the AFC title game the way they did, and albeit losing the Super Bowl, getting there. It put this city where it is today, and it led to the Broncos were already the most popular team back then. But it just started the process, okay? It started a process that we see today, and it, they don't get there without Red Miller. You're right. It's sad that he's not already in the ring of fame. It's uh, it's the same argument I made when they put Ken Stabler in six months after he passed away, a guy who hadn't played since the early 80s in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Like, man, what what is the what is the holdup on these things? I mean, if a guy's a ring of famer or a guy is a Hall of Famer, just do it while they're around to enjoy the fact that, hey, this is a nice honor. That's the bummer. I mean, obviously there's a lot of things that are bummer, but that's certainly a bummer about this. But, you know, 90 years old, that's a, a life well lived. And, you know, he'll go down as one of the um, the great sports figures in, in Denver uh, in Denver history. But, yeah, that's that's terribly sad news. And for those of us that were around 
late seventies uh, for those Broncos teams. They uh, they will always hold a special place uh, for Broncos fans. One of the coolest stories I've ever been a part of a few years back when the Broncos made their run to Super Bowl forty eight, and everybody was hyped up. Bronco fever again. The original Bronco fever was in seventy seven. But I uh, I took a trip to Red Miller's house, and his basement still has all kinds of old Bronco Orange Crush lore. He has the original Orange Crush cans down there. He has photos of his family, his players, uh, Lyle Alzado autographed uh, collectibles. It was like walking into a museum. It was the coolest thing I'd seen in a long time. So I cherish that day. I cherish uh, my experiences with Red Miller and, again, uh, thoughts and prayers to Red and his family. Yeah, in uh, in 2002, it was my first year of working for the Broncos. So it was the 25th anniversary of that team. Uh, so we did a game day story where we put him on the cover and did a you know an article about him. And a, a lot of the guys came back and we took uh, a photo. But Red Miller was there and he was in the center of it and could not have been a nicer guy, a more gracious guy. Um, he was super to work with for someone who had been on the job for about two months. So. Um, my, my one personal interaction with, with Red Miller could not have gone better. I, I, it was cool. I brought my dad down that mm-hmm. day and, you know, cause when, in 1977, he was roughly the age I am now. I mean, it meant more to him than it did me. I was four years old, but, um, you know, and Red Miller could not have been nicer to my father. So it was, uh, it was a cool day. Again, if you're young, I get it. If you don't have that same feeling about Red, you, you weren't here back then. If you're a transplant, I get it. But we're here to tell you, those who were born and raised and, Remember watching those games. Red Miller is a big deal. Should already be in that ring of fame. And uh, he did a lot for this, this city, this team. He was an instrumental coach. Instrumental in getting the Broncos over the hump. And that was the key. They could never get over the hump. And when they beat the Raiders, they were there, officially. Yeah, it was the Raider. It was actually the Raider game in Oakland in October of that year when they won 30-7. to I mean, they hadn't beaten Oakland, but about a handful of times in the history of the franchise, they, they were went, owned by the Raiders. They went years. out there and beat the defending Super Bowl champs on their field, thirty to seven. Went on to go twelve and two, earn their first ever playoff berth, let alone win a playoff game. It's the first time they'd been to the postseason, uh, and Red Miller was leading the charge. When we come back on the Vic Lombardi Show, back to baseball, we'll talk to Rockies pitching coach Steve Foster right here on Altitude nine fifty. Altitude 950, home of the Colorado Avalanche, wants to send you to see the Avs take on the Vegas Golden Knights October 27th. What? In Vegas. You and a guest. We've got your airfare, hotel and game tickets, and look who's taking you to dinner. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. It's the Moj Man. We'll have a steak, we'll throw some dice, maybe a cold one, and then we'll get it on with some great hockey. And this is how you win. Keep it on Altitude 950 all day between 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. When you hear a Las Vegas-themed movie club. Be the third caller at 303-753-0950. And you're qualified. The Abs in Vegas. Only from Altitude 950. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. With Grasshopper, you get all the features of a business phone system. That's right. Grasshopper turns your cell phone into a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use. Get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to you or your team wherever you are. And with our app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. 
We'll transcribe your voicemails and send them to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're always on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, and thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size, your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body. All within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant. And soon, your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts new ties and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop. Cherry Creek. IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. Guess who's back in town? (coughs) It's me, your old buddy. The flu! (coughs) I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise! I'll be (coughs) everywhere. The flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. You're going to be dealing with slowing on northbound I-225 anywhere between oh, Parker Road and 6th Avenue. This from an earlier crash. Southbound 225 running slow I-73 to Alameda. Traffic is brought to you by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Expect delays on northbound I-25. Still lingering slow traffic from Ridgegate Parkway up through to Colorado Boulevard. The Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer is the top choice of doctors, nurses, and other health professionals nationwide. Now it can be your choice, too. Get yours at your local club warehouse and other find retailers today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Let's go to the hotline. It is game day for the Rockies. Day game against the Marlins. Series finale. We welcome to the show Rockies pitching coach Steve Foster. Steve, thanks for a few minutes this morning. You bet. Good morning, guys. Hey, I gotta ask you, cause we brought this up on the show. Uh, I'm looking at uh, my phone right now, and Steve Jobs and company, they tell me that it's going to rain all the way through 3.30, and then a slight window where no rain, and then rain again this evening. What happens if you guys, what if you can't get this game in, Steve? What does Major League Baseball do? It could get real interesting. Um, I mean, they, they could do numerous things. I mean, they could, they could wait till the end of the season, and if the game matters, 
make us play and bring the Marlins back. Um, if the game gets rained out and it doesn't matter, well, then it'll just be a wash and we won't end up playing it. But, uh, I, you know, a lot of things can happen. I mean, we could, we could also wait around all day, you know, <laughs> and try to get the game in as late as possible. So I, I've seen all things happen, and, and, you know, they'll do what they can to get the game in first. Hey, this is fun. This is fun as fans. I'm sure it's fun as a coach. Here you are, a chance to to get to the postseason, a chance to really get to that next level. How do you keep your guys at ease? How do you make sure nerves don't play a role? You know, it's it's a day to day thing, man. It's it's like anything else. You know, you you figure you go to elementary school and you get ready for for middle school, and then you get you go to middle school, you get ready for high school. You know, for me, the regular season is just preparation for what's to come. And it's like anything else in life, man. It, it just becomes your, your what you do. It's who you are. And you wake up and you get ready and you show up to the field and you go through your routine and you get ready to play baseball and compete and win a game. And, you know, we, we've got four games left. We're in the mix. Uh, maybe the heartbeat races a little faster when you walk out there on the field, and maybe there's a few more fans with umbrellas. I mean, I don't know, but it's just it's just a game, and you have to simplify it that way. Tyler Anderson was dominant last night. Seven innings, only gave up four hits, five strikeouts. Uh, that I guess that time off did him some good, but there's more to it than that. Why why did he look so good? Well, when, when Tyler Anderson has command of the pitches that he possesses, which, by the way, are, are well above average pitches. I mean, you're talking about a changeup with depth, a cutter with late life that he turns into a slider at times, and a fastball that he can spot anywhere from 89 to 95. I mean, he has really good feel of plus and minus pitching, of the four facets, you know, of the, being able to locate movement, change speeds, and and do it, you know. At times, it looks easy uh, when he's on the mound, but it's it's never easy, as we know. But last night, uh, the changeup was there, the command was there, and this guy's a he's a great competitor. Uh, I call him the professor because nobody prepares like him mentally. Hey, Steve, talking to Rockies pitching coach Steve Foster, I've always wanted to ask you this: You work alongside your boss is a former pitcher, so since he knows so much about the position. Do you take on sort of a different role? What, how, how different is your job since you work with Bud Black? <laughs> you know, there's an article I think written during spring training that, that called me something like, uh, this guy has the hardest job in all of sports. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, really? I mean, uh, the pitching coach of the Rockies. Um, no, actually, it's a, it's a great, a great place and maybe it's unique in that uh, I'm the pitching coach for a pitching coach. Yes. That's a manager. And, you know, maybe that makes it unique and the hardest job in baseball or in sport. I don't know. But Bud Black uh, is, a, is an incredible person, as y'all got to know him, uh, as he's been our manager and how we played and how we perform and how, how, how the team has life. And, you know, Walt Weiss had so many great things that he brought to the dance. And – and Bud Black does as well, and this guy has been just an incredible leader and someone uh, a lot of fun to be around every day. And, and, and the, the conversations that he and I and Homie have uh, on pitching prior to a game, and, and Mike Redman as well, I mean, 
it's a lot of fun and and education and friendship and and also competing together. Um, that, that's how I look at it. It's not really title. It's just coaching together, having fun, and trying to win baseball games. Steve, during the course of a game, how much give and take takes place when you have to make a big pitching decision? When it's time to go get a guy? When it's time to bring up? When it's time to call in a guy from the pen? Are you guys? Is that constant discourse, or is that all in Bud Black's head? Well, you know, Bud is the ultimate decision maker on on who goes in the game and when they go in the game. I, I am a resource for him and try to come as prepared as I possibly can be with any and every bit of information that I could give him in order to make, you know, the wisest decision at the time. So much of what he does comes on Phil. Um, he doesn't carry a whole lot of papers around in his back pocket. Uh, it's a lot of it is in his head. And uh, he's he's got uh, a lot in there. I mean, there's a lot of years of experience there managing, pitching, coach, playing, and uh, and it comes to him, you know. So I, I'm more of a resource for him. John Gray gets the start today, and I'm hoping this will be his final start of the regular season. I'm hoping that because that means he'll be ready for the postseason. But we know John Gray will be ready for playoff baseball. Who are your other guys? If you had to name three pitches right now for a rotation, who would they be? Wow, you're 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 putting me in a in a pickle here. So <laughs> I can accept that, and I I know that uh, again, Buddy Black's going to make the final call. But it'd be hard to argue against Tyler Anderson, uh, Tyler Chatwood, Marquez, Bettis. Uh, you know, with Kyle Freeland and Hoffman, guys that helped us get to this point. You know, getting up in the innings and 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 being able to help us out of the bullpen. I don't see those guys making a start, but I really think anything's possible. And I think, uh, you know, who's been through more in life than Chad Bettis in the last year? You know, I'm sure some folks have, but my gosh, what he's accomplished to this point in time, amazing. Steve, we're pulling for you. We're all rooting for playoff baseball. Keep on keeping on, my friend. Good luck this weekend. All right. Bring your umbrella to the park today, guys. Oh, we will. We will. Thank you. That's Steve Foster, uh, Rockies pitching coach. And he said it himself. He's he, not sure what to expect if they can't get this game in. Again, there, there's a window late this afternoon. After 3 o'clock, it's supposed to be dry for a couple hours in there. So perhaps they can start the game, play as much of the game as possible, You know, have the Rockies leading by one after five innings, and they, they can officially call it whatever. The worst possible scenario would be for the Marlins to have to come back on a Monday and the, the Rockies required to win that game to make it to the postseason. That would suck. Yeah, that, that, that'd, that'd be tough. That'd be a bummer. I mean, they could play right now, right? The weather's, it's rainy, but it's not bad enough you couldn't play baseball. They're good. They'll get this in. See, I, I told you you wouldn't have the answer for that question, James. I mean, the, they're not going to answer ask that question. Oh, I asked it, but I knew the answer. I knew what the answer was going to be. I know the answer is John Gray and then everybody else. Well, okay, but if it's, if you're talking to Rick Pitino this morning, you're going to say, hey, did you know about the, uh, the shoe money scandal. You still got to ask the question. By the way, man, that thing is ready to go crazy, isn't it? I mean, that could yeah. take out half of the freaking college basketball coaches just like that. College basketball is slimy. It is the slimiest of the sports out there. I don't know. College football is pretty close. Pretty yeah, close. Yeah, I, I, I know. And, I, and probably I, I like college football more, so I'm not seeing all the same problems, but... I just don't think it's, I don't think it's close. I think college basketball with the AAU deal and the shoe deal, it's just, it's all so slimy. For those who missed the story yesterday and it continues today, HW James, can you guys 
paint a better picture? What is happening with college basketball assistant coaches? Well, the problem is the FBI is now involved. So this is no longer going to be just an NCAA slap on the wrist kind of thing. The FBI is investigating uh, college basketball coaches from all around the country, including major programs like Arizona and Louisville, uh, assistants in particular that may have given uh, a significant amount of money to land recruits and there's multiple questions here but the biggest one is how much did these head coaches know how much did Rick Pitino know how much did Sean Miller know oh they gotta know man are we that naive come on guys okay but what I'm getting at is you know you see four assistants uh arrested by the FBI well what if this turns into 20 assistants what if this turns into 20 head coaches I mean college basketball as we know it could get nuked to shreds in the next year or two uh, but if if Somebody came in, and let's just use the feds, and blew up college sports in general. Would that bother you? Say that again. If they, if, if the federal government came in and said, you know what, we're blowing up this whole thing, college sports, and, and I, this is a, a grand sweeping move here, yeah, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm playing the hypothetical, and blew up college sports as it is right now. So, would that so, really bother you? Got rid of football, got rid of, you know, there's no intercollegiate athletics. Yeah, it wouldn't it, bother me. Wouldn't bother <laughs> yeah. me a bit. Yeah, I'm going to a game this weekend. I'm going to a game in Knoxville. Wouldn't bother me a bit. Well, you're not a a college sports fan, I guess. I'm I'm a much bigger fan of the of the pro game. College sports to me, uh, a lot of it is slimy. Um, you know, I enjoy going up oh, to the CU game. Slime doesn't exist in the pro sport. You're right. Hey, it is you're what right. it is, though, man. It, it, there's there's no there's no pretense that that's not going on. Uh, you know, I mean. There's just so many things going on in the college game, and a lot of it is involving 17, 16, 17-year-old kids, and I think it's crappy. I think Again, it's this, awful. this always goes back to what you experienced in college yourself. Find me the NFL team that had an assistant coach who was molesting children and they hit it because they were more worried about winning. Find me really? that. Really? You want me, to, you want me to name a few? Really? You want, oh, go, so go ahead and hit, hit the Google a, machine on that right there's now. There's a Jerry Sandusky in the NFL? Hit the Google machine on issues with assistant coaches in the National Football League. Oh my God, are you being naive? I will Google that one and find. I'll find you. So you're telling me I'm going to come across the Jerry Sandusky in the NFL? No, 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 no. Not that. Not that. But I'm telling you, there are just as many assistant coaches in the pro game as there are on the college game that have done bad. That... I, I, I'm just saying this. Baylor makes me sick. Penn yes, State I makes me sick. Yes. And the reason it makes me sick is because they turned a blind eye on atrocious behavior because they were more w- worried about winning football games. Mm-hmm. And, it, look, they want to win in the NFL, but they don't turn a blind eye on that kind of behavior. And you the just asked the question, would, if college sports went away, would you be able to live without it? Well, of course you could live without it, but would I be ha- No. I like college sports is a big deal. See, it all comes from... Your experiences. You you obviously didn't have great experiences at college. No, I did. I had great experiences. Went to both Orange Bowls when the Buffs played Notre Dame. Went to the Fiesta Bowl when they played Notre Dame. Saw them lose to Syracuse in the Fiesta Bowl. I've had great experiences. I, I, I don't know care. what else to say. I mean, Wouldn't care. For me... It takes me seven minutes to get over it. The tradition-rich college environment is hands down better than anything you mm. see at a pro game. If slime balls like Rick Pitino and John Calipari and people like that didn't have a job, I'd be totally fine with that. Remember this, James. You just went to a Notre Dame game. You couldn't stop gushing. It was about great. The atmosphere. It was it was very cool. But you know what? If it went away, oh, fine. I'll go to Arrowhead. I'll, I'll, I'll go to uh, pick another NFL venue. I'll go to Jerry's World. I'll go down and check that out. I, I just I wouldn't care. College basketball. Is a, is barely 
It's 10% of what it was in the, in the 80s and 90s. If it wasn't for filling out brackets, nobody would care. Nobody would care. Who are the James? top 10 college basketball players heading into this season? You and I and, and Will couldn't name last year's champion. It's, we had to Google it. James. Nobody cares. I can tell you who won in 1994. If college basketball went away, nobody you care. have a reason to visit Vegas every March as you do. I you go all the time. You. There's always a it reason to go to Vegas. You. It's not the only time I go. I've been <laughs> once for March Madness. I've been to Vegas a hell of a lot more times than once. You got the Vic Lombardi Show up next. Our Power 5 question of the day right here on Altitude 950. Sunday, it's a huge AFC West showdown when Oakland comes to town. Let's go, reload it, let's go! And the orange and blue preview with Kreckman and Harris is back at the Fieldhouse event venue on Federal, just steps from the stadium. Join the party here on the air at noon, and it's all brought to you by Best Car Buys Premium, your first choice for premium trucks and SUVs, by Star Limousines, raising the bar in style and comfort, and by Morningstar Assisted Living and Memory Care at Jordan, casting a new light. The orange and blue preview, Sunday at noon. On Altitude 950. All it takes to get a loan for your next truck or SUV is a couple of clicks at bestcarbuys.com. Bad credit, no credit. First time buyer, Best Car Buys has credit unions and banks competing for your business with premium financing for everyone. And a wide selection of low mileage trucks and SUVs, even diesels. All vehicles come with a free 60 day warranty. See dealer for details. And a free Carfax is available. Visit bestcarbuys.com and fill out the easy credit form. All it takes to get a loan for your next truck or SUV is a couple of clicks at bestcarbuys.com. There's probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me, Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people at championsofthepeople.com. Now, there's a morning newscast that moves at the speed of dinner. Good morning, everybody. I'm Megan O'Halloran. And I'm Kirk Yockey, bright and early. And gives you an edge all day long. New details overnight. New this morning. Breaking overnight. Get your morning moving with Megan O'Halloran, Kirk Yonke, Pinpoint Weather with Greg Dutra, and Time Saver Traffic with Sam Boyd. Still looking at some slow speeds out there. On the Fox 31 Morning News, starting at 4.30 tomorrow. Genoa here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. 
Here we go again with Colorado's season of change. The leaves change, the temperature changes, even quarterbacks change. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for Johnson Auto Plaza, where we can help you change into that new Jeep you've spent the summer dreaming about. Nobody does it like Johnson Auto Plaza. The Jeep celebration event brings special incentives on every new Jeep in the lineup. There's the new Cherokee, it's best in class, four-wheeler of the year. Jeep Wrangler, the classic, just keeps getting better. The signature Grand Cherokee, it's one more awards than any SUV on the planet. You can test drive a Patriot, a Compass, or the incredibly priced Jeep Renegade. With hundreds of new Jeeps in stock, right now, Johnson has your kind of change. It's the perfect partnership. Jeep provides the savings, and the Johnson family provides that way of doing business that turns first-time buyers into lifetime customers. Change into your new Jeep at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Stop and go traffic still hanging around for you on northbound I-25 between Ridgegate Parkway and Yale before your speeds are going to pick back up. Traffic is brought to you by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Still lingering slow traffic as well. Northbound 225 anywhere between Iliff and 6th Avenue. That from an earlier accident had the highway shut down. Changes in weather can lead to colds and other ailments. Rely on the most accurate, easiest to use thermometer. The Exergen Temporal Scanner available at your local club warehouse and other fine retailers. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Uh, nobody multitasks quite like Vic. There he is. Sorry, I was on the phone with Easy E. We got to meet at 10:30 at the car wash. He's making his picks. He was perfect last week, by the way. He had Buffalo. He had Washington in the number. What else did he have? He had Atlanta. He was perfect. Does he? What's his system? Does he go by quarterbacks? <laughs> I'm not sure what his system is. <laughs> that would take an entire show alone to figure out his system. He made the picks last week with a chicken in one hand and a bocce ball in the other, so it, I'm not sure what the system is. It was one of my favorite clips of Easy E picks. This week, today we're going to do the show while going through his car wash. We're going to wash a car and oh, nice. picks, even though it's raining out. Yeah, that's not going to work out very well. Well, it's going to work. It still washes the car. Yeah, but it's sort of silly. Uh, we're gonna get to party with Marty as we do every time, uh, this, this time of the show. But we never jumped on our Power 5 question of the day, did we? We, we did not. We haven't hit it the last few days. Do you want to party with Marty or Power right. 5? Let's hit the Power 5, then we'll go party with Marty. Alrighty. Power 5 it. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. What Nick, is it? You were, uh, over at Icon Suit yesterday. Our team was over there. Uh, they are friends of the program, friends of the show, and they hooked Akib Talib up with a suit yesterday. Who comes on every Tuesday with you over at Icon Suit? Uh, I saw the picture. Akib looked yeah. happy over there. Now, if you're just in Icon Suit yesterday, getting a suit, and Akib Talib there is getting a suit, you think it's pretty cool, right? Sure. So we want to know the coolest encounter you've ever had with an athlete in public. Three zero nine three three on the Reem Pro Partners text line. Three zero nine three three. What is your coolest encounter in public with a pro athlete? Wasn't yours with Ray Bork? Ray Bork, the day of Game Seven of the O One Finals, stalking him, Le Peeps. I was eleven. My mother and I were there. We're the only two in the restaurant. Guy walks in, sits down about three, four tables away. No one's bothering him. No one knows who he is. I'm eleven. I look up and I go, "That's Ray Bork." 
Our waitress comes over and goes, yeah, he comes here before every game day. This is a guy who's been in the NHL for 20 years. He's about to play in the game of his life that will dictate his legacy. And he's at Lapeep by himself the morning of game seven. And what do I do? I walk up to him and say, good luck, to, good luck tonight, Mr. Bork. He looks at me and says, thank you. He goes and wins the game because I said hi to him. James, doesn't it blow you away to think that he was 11 when he ran into Ray Bork? And yeah. <laughs> I mean, just yeah. the notion you were 11 at the time. I was working the game for right <laughs> I was barely 11. I just turned 11. Cross- that was amazing. June of 01. It's a good wow. topic. I'm trying to think of one. Um, Where you're just minding your own business in public, and you're like, holy crap, it's so-and-so. That's what we're looking for on the Reem Pro Partners text line, 30933. Jesse, do you have one? I don't have one off the top of my head. I'd have to yeah. think about one here. Like, my, my favorite interaction, like, away from the job, but it was kind of in the job, but I was working for the Broncos at the time. We had a Christmas party, so this was 2004. I know. This works. This, this is exactly I, what we're looking I for. I just started dating. Well, it hadn't been dating very long. My now wife, Amber, and we get on the elevator at the Christmas party, which was at Sports Authority Field, and on the elevator were Jake Plummer and his date, and Mike Leach and his wife, I think, or whoever he was with. Um, and we get on the elevator, so it's the six of us to go up to the club level, and Jake Plummer looks over at me and goes, oh, hey, James. I was like, that's pretty cool. Jake wow. Plummer knows my name. I'm on a date. That's pretty impressive. It could not have... That'll score you bonus points yeah. with the, you know, the quarterback knew your name. Exactly. That'll and I, I had interviewed him three months before and he remembered who I was. I thought that was cool. That is cool. Um, Pro Bowl, I don't remember what year. We're in the uh, slide at the Disney Hotel in, uh, Honolulu and my then eight year old girl gets stuck in the slide. She was too afraid. And Adrian Peterson, of all people, helped her get down the slide. Wow. And went back up, went back up with her too, cause she was too afraid. Like two or three, two or three trips down the slide with Adrian Peterson. That's And then cool. all that stuff emerged and it got a little, well, whatever. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was back when we liked AP, right? Yeah, yeah. I still like AP. Uh, don't agree with what he did, but I like AP. Yeah. So that's what we're looking for on the Reem Pro Partners text line 30933. We'll read some of our favorites. All right. Uh, let's go party with Marty, please. Let's party with Marty. Just hit a button, Marty. Give me a beat. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Um. How about you, Marty? Your your biggest run-in. Uh, one time I saw Joakim Noah at a uh, at a sushi restaurant. That was pretty cool. Pretty hard to miss him. Did you talk to him? I said, hey, man, what's what's going on? He was doing, a, uh, I think, like a signing at Foot Locker next door. Stopped in for some sushi. There Dude, you, go. you, know, you know what's crazy about Joakim Noah? That, I forgot about that one years ago. I was in the uh, steam room, steam room at the Denver Athletic Club, and there's Joakim Noah in the steam room, just steaming. He wasn't mm-hmm. naked. He was wearing a towel, but he was steaming. What did the steam do to that hair? I don't know, but he was steaming. Did you it talk to him at all? Yeah, we were talking. Big Elway fan. He was talking about Elway the entire time. Just two dudes in the steam room. <laughs> yep. <laughs> talking about Elway. <laughs> all right, Marty, what do you got for us? Okay, we're pretty baseball heavy today. That being said, this first one's about basketball. <laughs> Steve Kerr turns 52 today. Wow. He might have one of the best NBA careers. I mean, he was a five-time NBA champ as a player, two-time as a coach. It's going to get much better than that. Yeah, guys just don't look their age. If I had to guess Steve Kerr's age, I'd say 35. There's no way he looks 52. No, he That's doesn't. Amazing. Uh, and I think Steve Kerr, uh, James talked about Greg Popovich yesterday and, and some of the things he said. 
I agree with a lot of Popovich, what he says. I don't agree with it all. I think Steve Kerr has uh, eloquently said some some things in the last few weeks. Yeah, that it's, I've ha- it's with. hard not to like Steve Kerr. And if you know his background and some of his story, too, it's like, man, that's really Tragic. a guy you want to root for. Tragic. So happy birthday to Steve Kerr. Remember Steve before Kerr's he... gone through more personally than anybody can. I mean, his father yeah. was assassinated, for crying out loud. Yeah, he was the president of the American University in Lebanon, I believe, back in the 80s, and he was yeah. when he was assassinated. Mm. I remember before he took the Warriors job, he was rumored to to be the one to uh, be the Knicks head coach. How different would his life be right now if he didn't oh take that God. Warriors job? Tell me about it. He wouldn't be a coach right now. Yeah. He'd be back in broadcasting. So uh, Mike Schmidt turns uh, 68 today. He is a uh, obviously Hall of Famer, widely considered the best third baseman in uh, in baseball. Well, I got a Mike Schmidt story for you. No, well, let's hear it. All right, back at the Omni uh, Interlock and Resort, we used to they used to play the John Elway Golf Tournament. Remember that? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so I'm out there and we're covering the tournament. We're sitting on the ninth hole and uh, all of a sudden Mike Schmidt from the fairway hits a shot. He hooks it and it hits me in the back off the bounce. He comes up and we're all sitting around. Everybody's laughing. It didn't hurt. It was off the bounce. And I say to him, hey, you, you hit me. And he goes, no, I didn't. I go, yeah, yeah, you, you, you hit me in the back. And everybody's like, yeah, you hit him. And he goes, no, I watched the ball the entire time. I didn't hit you. Yeah, yeah, you pretty much did. I'm not sure why he was. I, did you think I was going to sue him or something? It was it was a laughing matter, but he was insistent that it did not hit me. Mike Schmidt, if you're listening, you hit me. You hit me in the back. If you know, I like to play the game where you just you look at someone and say, "Nice guy or jerk." If I played that with Mike Schmidt, I would just look at him and go, "I bet he's a jerk." Well, that cemented it. I mean, yeah. guy hits you with the golf ball and then says, "No." He just looks like he'd be a jerk. That story is totally plausible when it comes to Mike Schmidt. So no happy birthday to Mike Schmidt. <laughs> All right, I'll let him know he said that. So uh 1973, Nolan Ryan strikes out his 383rd batter, which is considered the record. There are five guys in front of him, but they're all from the 1880s. So the record holder, Matt Kilroy, in 1886, struck out 513 guys. Don't tell that to Matt Kilroy. Manchester's not a Kilroy guy. Yeah, not a big Kilroy guy. (laughs) I got his rookie card, so I'll... He pitched against a bunch of white dudes in day games. (laughs) White dudes who who use, like, gardening gloves as gloves. I did a little deep dive into his stats. So in uh, 1886, he pitched 68 games, 66 complete games. He was 29 and 34. The next year, he was 46 and 19. Was this Kilroy? Kilroy, yeah. What a stud. Yeah, what kind of pitch stud. count was he on? Yeah. Did he have Tommy John surgery? <laughs> Is it possible to have Tommy John before Tommy John was born? He was 20 and he pitched seven years after that. So, wow. Yeah. God, what so, a rubber arm. Yeah, and then Nolan Ryan in 1973 pitched in 39 games and had 26 complete games, which still seems outrageous. That is totally outrageous. Uh, this year, Kluber and Irvin Santana have five, and I mean that's kind of high. It's too. a different game, different, yeah. different game. Okay, and then 2005, the Atlanta Braves clinched their 14th straight division title. That's 91 wow. through 2005. Wow, that's uh, dom. You know, the only thing as dominant, I guess, that I can relate to was when the Avs. What the Avs, ten straight division titles, was it not? Yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah, we're kind of in the midst of one. I know they had the the year they didn't make the playoffs, but the Patriots are pretty similar. They've dominated the AFC East well, in this a millennium. Crap division, though. Well, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not. It's a crap division. Not gonna give it. No. It's what crap. the National League East have in it at that point? I don't remember, but I'm not gonna give the Patriots all the glory. That's been a crap division for a long time. In a sport set up for parity with a salary cap and the draft the way it is, they've they've dominated the division for 17 years, and you're not gonna give them any credit? No. Go on. 
Uh, I mean, do we consider them a dynasty, though? They made... Uh... Yes, I do. I can yeah. they only made it to the Braves? World Series. How many, how many rings they We're got? We're going to get rings, one. guy. They got here. one ring in 14 years. Care. Not even close to a dynasty. You know what? You know who else was a dynasty? The Yankees. You know who else was a dynasty? Buffalo Bills. When they went to four straight Super Bowls. How many rings they got? Do you know how hard that is to do? How many rings they have up in Buffalo? I don't care. That's a dynasty in my book. I don't care. guy. When it when it's convenient for your argument, I mean one ring in fourteen years and making the playoffs. Yeah, I'm a okay, that's uh, that's pretty much all I got here. So let's uh, we can wrap it up. That's the end of party with Marty. Thanks, Marty. We need appreciate the we party. Need a better end. Like we need yeah. like a final toast. Okay, or, fine. Yeah. 1996. Roberto Alomar spits in John Hirschbeck's face. You guys remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that will wrap up party. No, that's how, how you end it. That's how you end a party. <laughs> Way to go, Marty. Thank you, buddy. We got to take a break. Up next, the head coach of the Colorado Rapids, Steve Cook, right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up tonight, the Rapids are on the road to take on FC Dallas. Kickoffs at 6 o'clock with Connor McGahee on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver. Walk shot, battle on these boards, whatever we need, we pay the price. This is the home of your Colorado Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. We go to the hotline as we do every Wednesday on this show and welcome in the head coach of the Colorado Rapids, Steve Cook. They're in action tonight. It is a game day at FC Dallas Steve, what's the weather in Dallas this afternoon? Well, it's absolutely gorgeous. I'm sat outside because there was no phone reception in the hotel, and uh, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's relatively uh, cool at the moment, and, uh, and it's going to be gorgeous for this evening at 7 p.m. here in Dallas. Beautiful. Now, is this the third of uh, three games in seven days for you, or is this the second? I can't recall. Th- this is the second. Okay. Uh, and, and for a coach who wants to make sure his players... Okay, sorry, your, your phone went out a little bit. You want to make sure your players are fit for every game. Um, how do you how do you deal with three games in seven days? Do you do you play them less? Do you stick with the plan? What do you do? Well, it's certainly a balancing act, and um, obviously for us, we played on turf on on Saturday up in Vancouver, so it's not just the not just the games, but it's it's where they are as well. Um, and for us, it, it, we want to play a consistent lineup as much as we possibly can. We want to play a lineup when we're winning and, and repeat that lineup. Um, but, but tonight there'll be a few changes because obviously rest and recovery is important and especially when you're looking ahead to a, a big home game on Saturday in front of our own fans, we want to put our best foot forward there as well. So it's a balancing act of rest and recovery, but also we're making sure we do everything we possibly can to get three points in every game. Tell you what, Dominic Baji, three goals in three games, he's starting to feel it, isn't he? It really is, and uh, as, I, as I mentioned last week, you know I think he's got a great future in this game, and, and, and certainly in our league, I think he can score some goals. And uh, I was really pleased with him at the weekend because that goal was not a typical Dominic Badgie goal. There was nothing overly spectacular about it, but he got himself in the six-yard box, box pounced on, a, on an opportunity, and almost with the, with the sole of his boot nudged it home. And uh, I thought it was a, an excellent finish and just really uh, opportunistic on his part. And a, and a real striker's goal. And I think the, the more of those kinds of goals he gets, the more opportunity he has to uh, grow into the game and, and give us, give us a, a bigger opportunity to win games. 
You're right, Steve. It's a confidence goal, and goal scorers find different ways yeah. to score. It's not always the same way, but when you have a knack for finding the back of the net, you will find the back of the net. You only hope that kind of stuff gets contagious with the other players on the team. You do all, all great goal scorers. Sometimes, you know, the ball seems to keep finding them in the right positions, and, and all the best goal scorers over the history of the game have all had that ability to just find a little pocket of space, or the ball just seems to bounce to them and hit them, and, and it ends up going in the net, and, and that's the greatest ones, and I think that was a typical Dominic Badgie goal. Uh, th- that was a, a great goal for him to get, and uh, for me, like you said, you, you do hope it becomes contagious, but really, I think in terms of confidence, winning games, people playing well, that's what brings the confidence in the end, um, and I, I just hope that, that one or two other people can join in that obviously we don't want to rely just on Dominique every single game to get us a goal. We need uh, we need other players to step up as well. What kind of team is FC Dallas, and what can we expect to see tonight? Well, they're they're a very entertaining attacking team. Um, they've actually in in the last ten games hit a little bit of a skid. I think it's ten games now that they haven't won a game, and they went from first in the uh, Western Conference down to eighth. So they're they're having their own struggles as well this, at the moment. But they're very well coached. They've got a very good group. And, and actually, in the last few years, they've been pretty much top of the Western Conference year in, year out. Um, I, I think the, the one thing about Dallas is that at home, they're, they're very difficult to beat. But also on the counter-attack, they've got some real weapons. Who, who are, you know, a lot of pace going forwards. A lot of players who, like you've already said, can chip in and get goals or assists. And uh, They're a dangerous team, and, and we won't take them lightly at all, even though their current form is not the greatest. They're, they're a team that on any given day can absolutely spark a, a big goal-scoring spree. You have five games left in the season. It's such a long season, mind you. But the five, do you notice, is there a little spike at the end of the year? No matter where you are in the standings, players just play with a little more intensity because the season is coming to a close? Well, I think that that's, that would be normal, you know, like anybody who's coming to the end of a road. You know, if you think about people who are running a marathon, you know, suddenly uh, with, with 500 yards to go, they'll, they'll start sprinting up the, up the street there, you know. So we're no different. Five games to go, which is still quite a lot of games, you know. It's, uh, it's not a small amount. Three of which are at home. You know, I, I, I'm sure you know we've, we've just played out of seven games. Six of them have been on the road. So mm-hmm. it's going to be nice uh, on Saturday evening to get home and play uh, three straight uh, weekends at home and uh, give our fans something to cheer about because it is a bit of a grind. But you're right, is that what we want everybody to do is not be complacent, not be looking towards a vacation over Christmas. We want people to be ready to play uh, the, the, tonight in Dallas and then at home on Saturday evening against Montreal. Um Home versus road, because you're right, you turn around and you come back here this Saturday to play Montreal. Um, how much different is it in, in soccer, home versus road? Because in many sports you can say, well, you know, road games, if you if you win half of your road games, you're successful. But in your sport, I mean, how much does mentality change home versus road? I think, you know, you know, a little bit of home comforts really helps and, and you get into a routine at home and we've spent so long away recently that I can't remember what it's like to wake up in my own bed on a, on a, on a Saturday morning and play a game, you know. Um, but I think the, the, it is a mentality and if you look at most leagues around the world, it doesn't seem to matter as, as greatly as it does in Major League Soccer and I think some of that is not only the uh, home and away uh, uh, piece of that, but it's also the different surfaces we play on, different climates we go to. You're obviously logging a lot of miles on airplanes, which is never going to be easy for anybody to then, you know, wake up the next day and perform. Uh, but also, I think, like you said, it, the, the fans also give you a confidence. And when the fans are at home and they're positive and they're loud, it does lift players to to, to bring their 
best possible g- game and uh, hopefully on Saturday night our fans give us something to uh, really, really go for. And, uh, you know, as players and, and coaches, we have to take that responsibility as well to get them off their feet on, on Saturday night and give them something big to cheer about. Talking to Steve Cook, head coach of the Colorado Rapids. Steve, I know from afar you, you have seen some things, as we all have, the, the the climate is politically charged here in the world of sports, especially when it comes to football. As someone who's from another country, how, how do you how do you view what's happening right now? How do you what what is your thought process on what you're seeing? Everybody's I mean, everybody's clamoring that things are going awry here, and and I tell people all the time, well, go live in other parts of the world. I same things happen in other parts of the world as, as they do here. Well, you know, you're right. I was born in a different country. I've lived in America now for 21 years, uh, and I'm, I'm a very, very proud American citizen. And um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very thankful for all the opportunities that this country has afforded me. And I have a great deal of respect, not only for the country, but the people that live in it. And I think one of the great things uh, about living in America is that we do have that right to uh, say what we feel and think what we want to think and do what we want to do for the most part. Uh, within obviously the laws of the land, and I, I have the utmost respect for people who want to air those grievances in a in a, in a peaceful way, obviously. And uh, from my part of it is that um, I think people honour the country that they live in and honour the flag and honour the people in it in the way that they they want to do that. For me, like you said, I think this is the greatest country in the world. I feel thankful every single day that I I get to not only live here but I get to earn a great living here as well and, and be part of something very special. And so for me, I can assure you that, that I don't take um, uh, living in America and being a part of a, a, a great, great culture, I, I don't take that for granted for one second, and uh, I'm sure not very many people do. That's very well said, and I, and I think I speak for a lot of us. I mean, my parents are, are immigrants from a foreign country. Some of the greatest Americans, some of the greatest patriots are those who are immigrants because they know what the other yeah, side absolutely. is like. Yeah. And I think you're right there. And, and, you know, obviously I work in an industry where there are so many different um, races, ethnicities, cultures, um, backgrounds, religious um, backgrounds as well re- represented. And I, I think that uh, in soccer we're, we're very fortunate that we do get to experience so many different cultures from all different parts of the world. And I do think that that gives you a sense of um, uh, reasoning, especially when you're looking at certain things uh, at the moment in, in, in the political climate. And for me, I, I'm just so thankful that I get to, to live in a place that is so diverse and has such a, a great yearning to learn from each other. And I'm, I'm, I'm really thankful, like you say, every day. And I agree that as an immigrant, as somebody who came over here a long time ago with just a couple of bags in my hands, um, I, I can't tell you how thankful I am for the opportunities that this country has afforded me. Steve, very well said. Best of luck to you tonight. Rapids at FC Dallas, 6 o'clock here on Altitude Radio and Altitude TV. We'll see you next week, my friend. Thank you, Vic. Appreciate it. Okay, that is Steve Cook. Rapids back in action tonight. Again, three games in seven days. This is the second leg of that tour. They're back home Saturday night at uh, Dick Sporting Goods Park. It is 9-11, Altitude 950. You're listening to the Vic Lombardi Show. Back after this. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show.
Listen, I'm sorry. Do you not want to heap blame on Trevor Simeon? I, if it sounds like I'm heaping all the blame on Trevor Simeon, I don't mean to do that. But what would you prefer me to do? Say, it's okay, Trev. That's a good boy. No, you're okay. No, I'm no, perfectly no, fine if they listen, bitch you. When you are a quarterback in the National Football League, certain responsibilities, certain pressures, and definitely certain expectations have to be there. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Are you in for 90? Enjoy a craft beer and a game courtesy of Odell Brewing in the Colorado Rapids. What a wonderful goal from Dominic Bacci, and he stinks like a bee. The Rapids take on Montreal Impact on September 30th at 7 p.m. at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Oh, he's done it again, you know. Would you believe it? Starting at just $34, get a ticket to the game, a 90-shilling beer, and a Rapids t-shirt courtesy of Odell Brewing. Go to coloradorapids.com. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Potestio Brothers Equipment in Parker and enjoy for home or play. Visit pbequip.com. Oh boy, look at the time. I gotta get to work. I need something to eat. Something fast but nutritious with a little pick-me-up would be nice. Aha! Honey smoked salmon. With a natural, long-lasting energy boost of omega-3s and protein, honey smoked salmon contains many of the things you're looking for in an energy drink. Mmm, honey smoked salmon with cream cheese and a bagel? Good morning. Honey smoked salmon from the Honey Smoked Fish Company, the ready-to-eat energizing superfood. Available at Costco, King Supers, Safeway, and Sam's Club. The Colorado Rapids take on FC Dallas on October 7th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. What a wonderful goal from Dominic Bacci, and he stinks like a bee. Bring your whole family no matter what the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola family plan. Would you believe it? His name is Alan Gordon, and he just loves scoring late. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Get your tickets now at coloradorapids.com. This is John Elway. I joined the American financing team for one simple reason. They look out for homeowners in Colorado. They're solution providers and will take the time to understand your goals and objectives. Your needs may not be the same as your neighbors. Here's something I appreciate. They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. That's different than most of the other guys. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. It's called responsible lending, and that's what drives the culture at family-owned American financing. Are they any good? The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for new home loan or refinance, I recommend calling American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. Rates won't stay this low forever. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Changes in the air, Colorado. Hot days, cold nights, fall is coming, and I say let it come. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for My Car Guys, Johnson Auto Plaza. Let me tell you about making a change in your driveway. Ram Power Days makes this the season for a new Ram truck. Johnson has 350 new Rams in stock. 
stock and each one discounted for Ram Power Days. Let the Johnson family introduce you to the Ram family. The Ram 1500, 2500, 3500. Pick a Ram, any Ram. Cummins Diesel or Hemi V8, only the start of the you make it your own Ram choices, colors, equipment. Pick your favorite digital toys inside. This year, Ram has got the competition on its heels with the most impressive lineup ever. This is the kind of change you want. Ram Power Days. There's no better truck than Ram and no better place to get yours than Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Don't forget our Power 5 question of the day. You can text it in 30933, our Repro Partners text line, 30933. Uh, rephrase the Power 5 again, H-Dub. We just want to know the uh, coolest interaction you've ever had with an athlete in public, 30933. You don't want to hit where you've got 18. Want to hit? So you have 18. You don't want to hit. He doesn't want to hit. Hit me. Want to hit? Hitting 18. He doesn't want to hit. Hit me. Hit me. Don't. Don't. You took my queen, Ray. I've got a 10. I needed that queen. I can't take your queen. Sir, please don't touch the cards. Is that a scene from Rain Man? There it, it is, right? That is your cue to call 303-753-0950. Every time you hear a Vegas movie clip, give us a call. Caller number three, qualified to go watch the Avs play in Vegas against the Golden Knights. We'll pick a winner in a couple of weeks, but you got to get qualified to win. Rain Man's a great movie. Have you seen Rain Man, Will? Oh, my God. I've seen, uh, I think he's got another homework assignment, Vic. There, there's a line in Rain Man about, uh, or there's a line in Hangover about Rain Man. I knew that much. Really? Uh-oh. Yeah, can't repeat it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, it's a great movie, though. Great movie. And the Vegas scenes in Rain Man are awesome. It's when Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman, Raymond Babbitt and Charlie Babbitt, finally bond a little, and they bond while counting cards. Uh, yeah, Rain Man, Rain Man's Sounds great. Sounds great. People loved it. The phone lines are lighting up, so apparently they knew the clip. Something about hitting on 18. He hasn't He hasn't seen Rayman, Vic. He was the original card counter, by <laughs> yeah. the way. The That's original. the hangover. Because to get the money back to give it to Chow, they have yes. to go win the 80000 that yes. Alan counts the cards. He's, there you he's go. Charlie, or he's Raymond Babbitt. You know who was a noted uh, card counter? Do you remember a basketball coach, James, by the name of Bill Frieder? Yes, did he coach at uh, Michigan, Michigan before the Fab Five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, and then he went on to coach at ASU, Arizona State. He was he a card to, counter. Yeah, he used to, well, he was like a mathematical genius, had a photographic memory. He was expelled from several casinos in a, in Las Vegas because of his card counting abilities. I yes. think it's kind of bogus that card counting is frowned upon. I agree. If like, you're that smart, why should you get penalized? <laughs> right. What are you supposed to do? Not count them if you can count them? Like I think it's. It's it's already the odds are in the house's favor. What's the problem? I don't totally agree with you. I don't get it. I mean, a a child genius can sit there, look at a deck of cards, ascertain which cards are out, and they get penalized for it. No, I think that's bogus. Because you beat the system. Well, have you ever seen the movie Twenty One? Yeah. Yes. Where book books better? They kick the crap out of those guys, 
Was that Ben Mazrich or something like that wrote yeah. that book? That's a he's really wrote, he's good a lot book. of great books, to be honest. He's a great and now they author. beat the guy up for Kevin Spacey's the See, sleazy they professor. Got a, they got a system going, and it's multiple people. That's a different thing. Like if you're just sitting at the table counting cards, and it's just you, what's the problem? All right, our Power Five question of the day. We're looking for the most random uh, run-in you've had with a uh, an athlete, professional, college, whatever, celebrity athlete. Nine zero four seven says, uh, my friend and I. We're at the Nuggets store on the 16th Street Mall. We walked in. I noticed on TV they were replaying a Nuggets game uh, with Lafonso Ellis, and there's Lafonso Ellis. Interesting. A little weird. It's kind of coincidental. I like it. Uh, let's see. I ran into Cody McLeod, says 505A. I ran into Cody McLeod at the National Western Stock Show, told him I was a big fan, offered to buy him a beer. He insisted he buys the beer. Great guy. It's pretty cool. Nice. I can vouch for that. We had Cody in here a few times. He was a nice guy. Uh, Casey and Thornton said he met Todd Helton in a bowling alley in 2004. And? That was the story. Yeah. Uh, 8958. I knew Manchester would just love it. That's why I read it. 8958 ran into Chauncey on a late Friday night at King Supers. Approached him for a picture. He talked nuggets and hoops with me for a couple minutes. Super nice guy. Again, I can vouch for that. Notice the Todd Helton story did not have super nice guy, like we heard about Chauncey oh, and great. Cody. Well, I'll tell you, he's a Nothing. super nice guy. I love mm-hmm. the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I was walking the streets in L.A., and I ran into Andy Dick. You guys know who Andy Dick is? He's not a pro athlete, but yeah. he's a celebrity. Who's Andy Dick? He's the guy that he was on news radio <laughs> back in the day. I'm going to tell you who he is, Vic, and I don't know who he is. You've Tell seen, me who Andy Dick is. You've seen the movie Old School. Yes. Remember when okay. Will Ferrell comes home oh. in Old School and oh. all the girls are gathered for a little okay, lesson? Okay. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I know exactly who he is now. <laughs> he said, basically this guy said he could get a picture with Andy Dick if he let him climb him like a tree. Not sure what he meant, so I went ahead and took the picture. Immediately after the pick was taken, he jumped on me and tried to scoot up my body and climb me like a tree. Me being 6'4 and him being 5'5, five five, it made for a very weird and uncomfortable 10 seconds. Yeah. Can't say that, I'm surprised. Andy yeah. Dick tried to climb you like a tree. Yeah, okay. That was probably uh, on you. Yeah. I would have said, you know what, I'm good on the picture. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass yeah. on the pick. 2096, as a kid at Elitch's in line for the Twister, Eric Young and Brett Saberhagen were in front of us with their kids. That's cool. So Eric Young Jr. was there? I yeah. Take it. Andy White. Hold, Andy on. White. Hold on. You guys missed the most important part of that sentence. The twister? In line at the twister with kids? I'd never put my kid on the twister. Why? That thing was... No way. Hell no. The, if they're above the height requirement? No way, man. This is late dangerous. No. Come on. Uh, eight. Oh, go ahead. Have you done the, Tell us more about the Twister. No, but have you done the roller coaster at Lakeside? <laughs> the one that looks like it's going to go right into the lake? No. I've taken a hard pass on that. My my mom would never let us go to Lakeside. What? Oh, what? Oh, she, this changes everything. She, Mrs. Marillat, if you're listening to the show, with all due respect, what are you, elitist? She put it in the same category as those carnival things that they set up in the parking lot at the mall. Oh, no, no. Same Mrs. deal. Mrs. Merrillat, this explains everything. Now I know why <laughs> Manchester is the way he is. You denied him a fundamental right of every kid that was raised in this fair city. Uh, we're not to people. be able to go to Lakeside? Lakeside is, that is who we are. Lakeside is blue-collar fun amusement. If you haven't been to Lakeside, you're a loser. 
I remember hearing something to the effect of Lakeside was a dump when I was a teenager. It's still a dump. Jesse, have you been to Lakeside? Many times. Northside Pride, baby. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Hey, H.W., Kent Denver grad, have you been to Lakeside? I've not made it over to Lakeside. See, this explains everything. Now I got it. Have you been to the original Elitches? I used to work there. I worked there for three years. Are you kidding me? How about I've you, been H.W.? there. I the one it. right by Pepsi Center? No. 38th and Tennyson. It's now, it's now some fancy neighborhood that I'm sure Vic is upset by the name. What do they call that area now? Uh, it's Highlands South. I don't know. Seriously, take your kids. You got three young boys. I'm not taking them to Lakeside. Take them to Lakeside. No. Well, should I just? It's cheap. It's fun. It's so anti-amusement park. It's the it's the old style amusement park. It doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. They have a what are that what are those things called where there's mirrors everywhere and you try to get from one end to the other? A fun no, house. A maze. A maze. A, a mirror maze. Whatever it's the hell they call it. It's fun. Again, well, it's just that's pure. the fun house. We took them to the, the they got to do the carnival at at, at uh, Greeley Stampede and at Cheyenne Frontier Days. That checks the box. I've I've put their life in danger. They're okay. They're good. One zero zero one on the text line. Lakeside is trash. Oh, I will fight you. I you swear go. to God, I Should will I fight you. Should I top it off with dinner at Casa Bonita? Uh, 3728 on the text line. Damn right, Vic. I still take my kids to Lakeside every summer. See, that's when you know the quality of a person who doesn't think he's <laughs> too good for Lakeside. Those who think they're too good for Lakeside are usually too good for everybody else. I didn't say I'm too good for Lakeside. I said my mom said I'm too good for Lakeside. Well, you better get your mom on the phone. I mean... She's pretty smart about these things. You better get mom on the air right now. We got to talk some sense into mom. Uh, it's the Berkeley area, by the way. That's uh, my hood. That's, that's where I was raised. All right, go on. Sorry, HW. Uh, right, we got a few more here. Let's see. Uh, Sam said he ran into John Daly at a Kentucky Derby party. Party John was out and it was great. Can imagine John Daly has some fun at Kentucky Derby parties. So Vic, this is the text I just got from my father. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, this could be good. Mom says that's good parenting. Uh, Dad and I both went there as kids, and it's a pass for our kids. It was questionable <laughs> in the 60s. <laughs> Love you, Mr. Marillette. We will agree to disagree. If you can't get your hands greasy at Lakeside, you haven't lived. It builds your immune system. Dude, let me tell you my experience with Lakeside. This is the last, last time I talk about it. Lakeside was so Northside at the time. There was a little, um, little, uh, what was it, the dock that took you out to the lake, and there was catfish there, right? Catfish that come up and eat everything. Those catfish were so desperate to eat that if you spit in the water, you'd have a hundred catfish trying to eat your spit. That's what I remember vividly from Lakeside. Seems like a quality place to it spend was a day awesome. as a child. You could fish with your spit. That's Lakeside. Uh, three nine zero two. This is this is uh, interesting. Denny Nagel came through my line at Target and bought a Yankees hat and baby toys two weeks before his incident. I asked if he wanted to save 15% with a Target red card. Come on. <laughs> a Yankees hat and baby toys two weeks before Colfax. Wasn't buying any glasses. Wasn't buying a Rockies hat either. Very fair point. Uh, 9421 says, I've seen Trevor Simeon in the ibuprofen aisle at Safeway across the street from me a few times. There's a whole aisle of ibuprofen? I think it was a joke. Oh, up next on the Big Blue Party Show. Funny at all? No. You know, we 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 always are critical of sports here in this town because this is what we do. And Manchester especially likes to knock the Broncos for not spending enough money. Whatever. 
Speak from experience. A former Bronco going public saying how much he misses playing for this football team. It's a different world when you go elsewhere. We'll explain. You'll hear from him next on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, home of the Colorado Avalanche, wants to send you to see the Avs take on the Vegas Golden Knights October 27th. What? In Vegas. What? You and a guest. We've got your airfare, hotel and game tickets, and look who's taking you to dinner. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. It's the Moj Man. We'll have a steak, we'll throw some dice, maybe a cold one, and then we'll get it on with some great hockey. And this is how you win. Keep it on Altitude 950 all day between 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. When you hear a Las Vegas-themed movie clip, be the third caller at 303-753-0950. And you're qualified. The Abs in Vegas. Only from Altitude 950. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Colorado Rapids look for a win on the road against FC Dallas. Be sure to watch on Altitude starting tonight at 5.30 p.m. with kickoff at 6. For more behind-the-scenes exclusives, game previews, and updates, follow Altitude TV on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Log on to our website at altitude.tv for channel numbers in your area. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Rapids. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Fall is the perfect time of year to get your house painted inside or out. And do it with the company celebrating their 25th anniversary, Serta Pro Painters. Hurry to get on Serta Pro's fall painting schedule before the colder weather arrives. For a free estimate, call 1-800-GO-SERTA or visit SertaPro.com. And that's Serta with a C. Free estimates, high-quality paints, color consultations. Find it all with Serta Pro Painters. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Serta Pro Painters, we do painting, you do life. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom tailored. There is nothing better. You look good, you feel good, you don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size 
your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body, all within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant, and soon your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts, new ties, and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop. Cherry Creek. IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. The Ream Pro Partners text line is now open. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Is your furnace ready for winter? Go to ReamProPartners.com today. I just always felt like an outsider. That's who we are. Do I know you, friend? No, not really. That's how we were. I'm just a country boy. The outsider. Who are you, then? Just a fly in the ointment, a monkey in the wrench. The outsider. Now you're the wrong guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's the way of my life. How am I He is the most famous Broncos outsider in the Metro Denver area. The only real outsider. The only guy who knows less about the Broncos than, well, I can't think of anyone else. It is the one and only Kyle Keefe who joins us on a weekly basis. Kyle, how are you? Uh, good, boys. I, uh, I was listening to your, your Power Five, and I think I've got one better. Ooh, Please. Let's hear yeah. it. I mean, I, you're I in the wait. business, so I mean, you, I hope you run into random athletes. Well, yeah, but mine's not an athlete, so I'm kind of cheating. But it's okay. still pretty good. Uh, I was in Chicago or uh, Atlanta riding the the Marta the Marta train, mm-hmm. and it, there was about five million people, and I got squished in, squished in, squished into where you basically can't even move. Mm-hmm. And I was face to face with Mr. Bean. Mr. Oh, Bean, <laughs> that weirdo. He's got, didn't he have a movie that is, <laughs> yeah. is, he, is he the the English guy? Yeah, yes. Who doesn't talk? And literally, our nose were touching, and I was so creeped out. And we, he didn't say anything, and I didn't say anything, but I knew that I was basically. Wow, that's a see. That's a good random one. Hey, while we're on this topic, Will, why don't you read the uh, follow up? on the text line about the Todd Helton at the bowling alley encounter. All right, Vic, uh, Manchester and says, Casey and Thornton texted back, hey, when I met Todd Helton at that bowling alley in Thornton in 2004, I was 13. I asked him for an autograph. He signed a beer-soaked napkin and definitely wasn't a nice guy. Oh, come on. There you go. It's a bowling alley in Thornton. Everybody's in a bad mood in Thornton. There you go. break. Come on. Thornton Knights. Aren't you a Thornton guy, Manchester? North Glen, but it's the same Yeah, all well, you Thornton North Glen guys. You guys always are in bad moods anyway. Never, never. Hey, didn't you guys call me? Oh, sorry. Oh, hi, Kyle. Sorry. Hey, Kyle, are you back now on my side on Trevor Simeon? Or are you flip flopping again? I'm, I flopped back. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dead fish out of water. I'm flopped all back. I was so angry. You were watching that fourth quarter, saying, "Yeah, this is exactly what I've been saying. This is what this guy is when the, when the chips are down." Yeah, I mean, I'm a fair weather fan. I'll just admit it. I'm 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 horrible, but I mean, I was so angry watching the interceptions and the running around like just yeah. I honestly, the second pick, who I, I late in the fourth or middle of the fourth, I don't remember when it was, but you can't throw that ball. You just He's trying can't. to throw it out of bounds. Yeah, I know, but it didn't even get yeah. close. I mean, yeah, it I was know. it was ten yards inside the 
inside the out of bounds line. I mean, no excuse. Just, no, none. So yeah, yeah, I've completely flopped back over to my original. Yeah. Um, that being said, Derek Carr was also horrible. So this thank you. Be, this, this is going to be interesting. Thank you. Neither one looked good. So that's why I think you can't overreact when a quarterback has a bad game on the road in September. That's why I said as much going into that game. I said he would backslide, he would struggle, and then all week long, guys like Manchester is going to say, ah, see, it's just part of the game. Hey, Vic, Vic and Kyle, I'll give both of you this question. What is Trevor Simeon's record in his last six road games? Uh, one and five? I think he's two and four. I believe he's one and five, and the only win was at New Orleans on a blocked extra point. So it's not one game. So if we want to look at Derek Carr's last six road games, I'm happy to. Okay. What are, he what won are, at Tennessee this want, year. You want to just pick and choose games? What no. Is, okay. Here's this. What is Trevor Simeon's record at home in the last three games? Okay. So a six-game sample of road games isn't viable for you. What, what samples, is what is viable? What is viable? Sample when size, his career is over, can we use that sample? I'll tell you what's viable. They're going to beat Derek Carr and the Raiders this Sunday. Book it. Put it on the wall right now. And if you want to bet another dinner, I will. Kyle, what hey, do you can think? Somebody ask, can somebody answer this question? How come we don't throw the bomb? Why don't we throw the ball, you know, just 50 yards and hope for pass interference? Where, where, where did that go? I mean, I don't know how many times I've watched the Bra- or Tom Brady get, you know, pass interference on just a non- nonsense pass to Hogan or Amendola. Why don't we do that? So throw the bomb even with the deep safety or what? I mean, yeah, I mean, well, no, no deep safety. Yeah. You got to got to be single man coverage. But if DT's out there, why don't you just throw a forty yard bomb? Let me let me put it in your terms. This this would be a, like a non hockey fan saying, why don't they just shoot it from like uh, the center of the ice all the time? Why don't why don't no. they just shoot it? Shoot it. Answer it, Nick. What, what's the longest pass he's thrown this season? I believe uh, the longest completion out to Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they don't go deep. Perhaps the coverage doesn't allow him to go deep. Maybe he doesn't look deep. I don't know. I have a theory. Oh, they're and? guarding our deep ball? No, he can't throw deep. <laughs> that would be the answer. Like, if you don't do it over and over and over again, and they don't take away the deep ball, everybody's close within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage, basically. He can't go deep. But I'm sure it's the offensive line's fault or the receiver's fault, I'm sure. Hey, how'd you do last week? Uh, Kyle, how'd you do in your picks? What 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 does Kyle have on the board there? He is. Uh, I, was, I was I was twenty and six uh, the first two weeks, and then last week I got absolutely speed bagged. Yeah, you were six and eight. You are now in uh, in second place. Uh, the little degenerates are twenty eight and twelve. Kyle is twenty six and fourteen. I'm twenty four and sixteen. Hold on a second. And then Vic and HW are twenty two and eighteen. He had a losing record in just games without spreads. Yes. Just picking the games. What so, was your record? What so you did you and HW, and he was actually better than you and HW last. Oh, we should just discontinue this right now. If you can't get a winning record in just picking games, we shouldn't you even do this. You didn't have one, Vic. You didn't have a winning. Record. I agree with you. I, listen, I'm agreeing with you, Kyle. I think it's just ridiculous that we can't even pick winners. You're 22 and 18 for the year. Over yes, three weeks, you, you're barely 500. Why are we doing this well, again? Uh, we we would have missed more had they not. You know, absolutely jobbed Detroit at the one yard line, which, by the way, I thought was a bunch of crap. I thought that was a touchdown. Yeah, but see, the difference is you watch football, like many people do, with the eyes of a fantasy football owner. You watch every game with your specific players that you root for, and you know how much that bothers me. I can't watch football with you, Kyle, because it's not so normal you, you, football watching. 
Do you know what I've done now? Because I love Red Zone so much, I put Red Zone on my tablet and the Broncos on my big TV, so I can I don't miss a second. So I figured out a way that when the Broncos play early, you have to be able to watch both because there's too many commercials and all that sort of jazz. So keep the Broncos on your main TV and then you put the Red Zone on your tablet. Hey, are you going? Are you going to Vegas? Uh, don't the Avs play tomorrow night? You guys aren't doing anything there, are you? Are you going to yeah, that game? We- no, we got the game. Uh, Lauren's going to Vegas, but uh, it's actually crazy because uh, Riker's going on some big backcountry hunting trip. So we got Johnny Lyles in the studio tomorrow. Oh wow! Yeah, introducing old Johnny Lyles. He's going to do some games for us. Well, why didn't you work in a everybody goes to Vegas and do the pre and post game from Vegas trip? I mean, how how dumb are you? This is it's, that was... it's an it's an it's an in and out. It's go there, literally go to the rink, play the hockey game, hop on a plane and come back. Well, more reason to do it live from Vegas. Hey, what a wasted opportunity, dude! Remind me the next time I'm negotiate for you, okay? You're a hey, and by the way, when you were talking the other day about you going to Vegas for the Children's Diabetes Foundation, yes. Did you know that we play? That day in Vegas. The Avs play that day. Yeah, and that's a regular season game. So why on earth, since you're involved with that same that same charity, why on earth would you not work in an opportunity to go to Vegas with the team? So you want listen, you want me to go play eighteen holes of golf the morning of a game, stroll into the arena and just do a hockey game? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, you're not playing in the game, I mean, Kyle. You, you guys, you guys, you should see Kyle at work. It's it's ridiculous. He spends all day preparing for a pregame show. Like he gets in there, he's like at the computer. Sh- I, I'm like, what are you doing? What 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 is there to prepare for exactly? What do you what are you writing? I'm, I, look, I, I in my opinion, on a game night, you have to know everything about every single game. It's not just the ass. You got to know. What's going on in other divisions? What goaltender matchups there are? So it's, we're we're not just talking abs. I mean, you got to know what's going on around the league. And I can't stand to be out there non you know non prepared when every other word out of my mouth is wrong. I mean, I have a I have a hard time talking. So if I'm not prepared, <laughs> that it's, it's a disaster. How, how much prep do you put for this weekly segment? It's ridiculous. This one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I just pulled my car over to the side of the road. <laughs> Guys, do you remember when, when Kyle and I did this radio show together? And he'd be prepping for the show, and he'd have that piece of paper with all that stuff written on it. And yep. not once would he actually refer to that piece of paper. <laughs> so I'm like, what the hell are you writing down? What's that right? Well, it's because – here, look. you. What I've decided from listening to your radio show is you're all very knowledgeable. I mean, I'll give it to HW, and obviously – Manchester knows the stuff, Vic, you live and breathe sports. But the difference for me is I just let things come shooting out of my mouth. Like I don't think I don't I don't think you necessarily have to back it up with any sort of knowledge. I think it's okay just to say things. And you guys I mean I was listening to you and you were talking about hey, do you remember when Gilroy spit in that guy's face? I mean, who remembers that? I mean what kind of person thinks of those things? They're just the stats that will come out of your mouth are just, why can't you just say things? Oh, Kyle, that's why you are the one and only Broncos outsider. Kilroy was actually the pitcher back in the yeah. 1880s who was like yeah. 27 and 36. <laughs> well, he, he didn't spit really in famous. anybody's mouth. It was Roberto <laughs> Alomar who spit <laughs> in the face of John Hirschbeck. Hirschbeck, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, as usual, uh, we appreciate your insight. 
deep insight into the world of sports, and we do it every week. Thank you very much. Prediction for the game. This is my prediction for the game. You may want to record this. The Denver Broncos will win on a last-second field goal, 20-17. to 17. Are you there? <laughs> Attention sports fans! Hey, you need to sell your house. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call, and he's going to make you the following offer. Troy will sell your home at a price and a time you agree with, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. He's got an exclusive system for marketing homes. It's all about marketing. right? Everything's about marketing. Recently, he sold a home $10,000 more than what the owner thought he would get using that marketing system. So give him a call today, 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. Troy has so many approved buyers, he might have a buyer for you right now. 720-900-4433. Sunday, it's a huge AFC West showdown when Oakland comes to town. You gotta make a play, man. And the orange and blue preview with Crackman and Harris is back at the Fieldhouse event venue on Federal, just steps from the stadium. There you go, that's real. Join the party here on the air at noon. And it's all brought to you by UNC Extended Campus. Change your career with a UNC Extended Campus online graduate program. And by Deep Eddie Vodka, Hornitos Tequila, and Jim Beam Bourbon. The orange and blue preview, Sunday at noon on Altitude 950. All it takes to get a loan for your next truck or SUV is a couple of clicks at bestcarbuys.com. Bad credit, no credit, first-time buyer, Best Car Buys has credit unions and banks competing for your business with premium financing for everyone. And a wide selection of low-mileage trucks and SUVs, even diesels. All vehicles come with a free 60-day warranty. See dealer for details. And a free Carfax is available. Visit bestcarbuys.com and fill out the easy credit form. All it takes to get a loan for your next truck or SUV is a couple of clicks at bestcarbuys.com. Uh, bacon and eggs, bacon and eggs, bacon and eggs, bacon and... There's got to be something else to have for breakfast. For a fresh spin on breakfast, try Honey Smoked Salmon from the Honey Smoked Fish Company with your eggs or with an English muffin. It's full of omega-3s and protein, so you'll feel natural energy all day. Mmm. Tomorrow, Honey Smoked Salmon and Pancakes. Honey Smoked Salmon from the Honey Smoked Fish Company, the ready-to-eat energizing superfood. Available at Costco, King Supers, Safeway, and Sam's Club. Sam's number three. We've been coming for about 12, 13 years now. It's like home. All our all our waitresses, it's like family, you know. Monster cinnamon roll thing looked fantastic. I think green chili goes with everything. We did eat. We, we ate a lot. Colorado thing. Service is awesome. They treat you well here. Tacos, the burritos, and then the Greek. I think there are certain rules that you have to eat green chili while watching football. So. Sam's number three in Aurora off of Anna Parker in Glendale off Cherry and Leesdale in downtown off 15th and Curtis. So a few years back, I needed to refine my house. I had a 30-year, wanted to shorten it to a 15-year. I called my buddy, Brent Ivinson from Ideal Home Loans, and I've never had the process easier than that day. I did it all online. I didn't even have to see the guy, and he made sure I saved money, and I'm still saving money. Brent, how do you do it? The great thing is, it's really because we're a direct lender. You, know, you bring up a great point. You went to a shorter-term mortgage with rates dropping like they have 
Right now, you can get into a 15-year loan for 2.99% with an APR of 3.125%, and that can have you saving six figures in payments and interest. And the good news is you may not even need an appraisal. So to find out how we can start saving you money, call us at 303-867-7000. That's 867-7000, or apply online at idealhomeloans.com. Equal Opportunity Lender, regulated by Dora, NMLS 136756. For terms and conditions, call 844-45-IDEAL. Get ready, people of Colorado. Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th is the newest Larry H. Miller dealership, and we are ready to help you find the perfect car. Right now, lease a new 2017 Nissan Rogue for just $221 a month. America's number one volume SUV. The perfect car for your lifestyle. Off I-25 and 104th. Online at LarryHMillerNissan104.com. Driven by you. This is for least 12,000 allowable miles per year. Bid number HW2040. Residual value 14307. 20 or more. This price $29.99. Do it signing. Zero security deposit with approved credit. All prices include 599 Plus tax title and license. Offer ends 930. We have an exciting season of fall rugby in the stadium at Infinity Park this year. Saturday at 3, the Elite Men square off against New York Athletic Club. At 5, the Women's Premier League versus Oregon Sports Union. One ticket, both matches. Tickets and info at GlendaleMerlins.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Uh, the passing of former Broncos head coach Red Miller, who uh, died uh, complications from a stroke he suffered uh, a couple weeks ago. So Red Miller gone at the age of 90, due to be uh, inducted into the Broncos Ring of Fame later this season. I think that was going to take place next month, but uh, unfortunately did not live to see his name up in that Ring of Fame. Well-deserved, and again, I will say this. Red Miller and that 77 team, that 77 Denver Broncos team, most important team in the history of Denver sports. What it did to this city, what it did for this city, debate me. You can't. No, I would, uh, I would definitely agree with that. And sad news, and it's a bummer he didn't get into the ring of fame before he passed away. He hasn't coached the game here in 37 years. I'm not sure why it took so long. Other news, according to Sports Illustrated, Louisville head basketball coach Rick Pitino is going to get fired in wake of the uh, latest scandal. <laughs> this one involves the FBI and, like, the uh, court system and all that stuff. So he's gone. So is athletic director Tom Jurich. Is it Jurich or Jurich? He's the former CSU AD. I thought it was Jurich, but either way, yeah, the former CSU AD, is, uh, he moved on to, Lu- to Louisville, yeah. and he is now out. Dude, when you take out the AD as well as the coach, this is big. This is sweeping. And my prediction is it won't be the only school. There's going to be others with AD slash coach gone. Oh, and Rick Pitino, such a slime ball. Oh, I didn't know that was going on. At some point, like, dude, you're the boss. It's in, you're incompetent if you don't know these things are going on. That's on not your good watch. enough. When you say you don't know what's going on, that's that's a dereliction of duty. Exactly. Is it not? If exactly. you don't know what's going on, that's your job. You should know what's going on. You can't you just continue know. to play that card. But when I was talking earlier about how I wouldn't care if college sports went away, it's guys like Rick Pitino that make me say that. I just think he's a slime ball. I think he's a total slime ball, and he's made millions and millions of dollars being a slime ball. I am a guy who doesn't believe in paying college athletes, but when I look at a guy like Rick Pitino, I see, man, there's just a guy who uh, just took advantage of kids for his own betterment. That's how I look at Rick Pitino. I'll say the same thing as we all have noted during the Jerry Sandusky uh, tragedy over the years at Penn State. 
That's something Joe Paterno should have known. And, and some suspect he did know. But your head coach has to have that kind of knowledge. You're running the show. If you got assistant coaches taking bribes to allow players to play for your program, I'm sorry, your head coach knows or has suspicion. Well, he either knows or he's so incompetent he doesn't know. Or the third option, and this is this is bad too, is you intentionally set it up to where you can put your head in the sand and, and, and plead, I didn't know, which is bad too. Yeah. Right. Yo, like, don't tell me. Hey, don't tell me. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. Don't tell me what's going on. Which that, that's just basically telling your assistants, cheat. I just don't want to know about it because I don't want to get in a jam. You get to get in a jam. Break, more breaking news out of Louisville, Vic. Uh, this is from Kent Taylor. He works at WAVE. He's the sports director out there in Kentucky. He says, according to his sources, Tom Jurich was asked to fire Rick Patino, refused, so both were fired. The AD <laughs> was fired for refusing to fire Rick Patino. Why would he refuse to fire Rick Patino? Do you know, do you know how Bizarre many loyalty? Well, thing. do you know how many issues Rick Patino's had in his career at Louisville specifically? Oh, come I know, on. man. Do you remember the sexual encounter he had? That I mean, it, come on, with like a secretary or yeah, something in a restaurant. He's he's a slimeball, man. I'm just not a Patino fan at all. I actually like John Calipari. And earlier, I'm just naming off college coaches. I lumped them together, which was probably unfair because Rick Patino. Not a guy that I think is uh someone who should be molding young men. I think John Calipari, guys who come through his program, are actually better for it, even if they're there for a year. All right, I want to get to this. We I haven't heard this sound, mind you, so this is new to my ears. But uh Eric Decker, interviewed by someone, does he still have a reality show? Is that, is that what this is? I don't know. He was interviewed by somebody talking about when he left Denver to the New York Jets. And I want to remind everyone including you, Manchester. He did not leave Denver willingly. H.W. is the one who brought that up. It's not like he said, hey, guys, I don't want to play for the Broncos anymore. See you later. He was never offered a contract to play for the Broncos after his deal was up here, so he chose the New York Jets. One of the many times a guy uh, contributed here, gave blood, sweat, and tears here, and John was not invited bother to give him a phone call. So this is Eric Decker talking about his stint in the New York is he talking to his wife? Is that what this says? Okay, he's talking to his wife about his time with the Jets and how much he missed the Denver Broncos. Go ahead and roll it, Jesse. How are you feeling? It's weird, you know? It is so weird. To be fired. You weren't fired. New York decided they want to go a different direction and released me from the team. So now I'm a free agent. I'm unemployed. And i got to find my next home. Is there anywhere in particular you want to go? Now I know it's just like 24 hours ago. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> I mean, I haven't got a chance to really look at teams and you know decide what is the kind of the best situation i'd love to be in tennessee if that was possible of course i'd love to be here but i don't want to be like just go where i want to like where it works for me i I want to go where it's good for your career we'll go where you go like we're gonna stick together you know going through this process it's been nice having just there by my side having that support system knowing i can always lean on her and keeping the confidence in myself but I do want to go somewhere where I have a good chance to get back to the playoffs because I think I took for granted how great it was. Yeah, I mean, we just we did it almost every year in Denver, and just like I thought that was the norm. Well, I think you're incredible, and I don't think you get enough credit. Do you know why? Why? Because you were so gorgeous. <laughs> Your muscles were the biggest I've ever seen them. You've been really putting in the work, and I feel like that. It shows, and it shows in your physique and your incredible legs oh and arms. How long did you go? Body. Gag me. <laughs> it's 
just want to do this right now. I mean, you're just talking me up, kind of. Okay. Cameras are on. <laughs> Baby cameras. Yeah. If we hear a cry, we'll just turn the monitor off. <laughs> All right. This answer this answers a couple questions. Yes, I guess they still have a reality show, right? I yeah. mean, that's that's part of the show. That or correct? this is some sort of really long <laughs> Snapchat. So that they have a reality show still. He misses, he took for granted what Denver gave him. And I think that's what we all do at times. We take for granted what the Broncos provide a lot of these players when they go elsewhere. Okay, but he didn't say, man, I really miss the organization. I really miss working for John Elway. I really miss having a competent quarterback. He said he missed going to the playoffs, which happened in Denver. It had nothing to do with how well the Broncos organization he treated people. Denver. Come on, no, that's man. Not what Don't he nitpick said. what he that's said. That's not what he said. He didn't say I missed Denver. He said I, I took for granted when I was in Denver that we went to the playoffs and thought it happened all the time. He never said I missed Denver. I missed John Elway. I missed the organization. I missed Joe Ellis. I missed Greek. I miss any of that. Never. Ever, 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 Whatever. ever. There is so much more to unpack in that than just oh Denver. Oh, my God. Do you ever have just random conversations with your significant other and she says, you look gorgeous, let's go? Does that ever happen? I don't think that happens to that me. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Look at your muscles, baby. All right, get the cameras out of here. <laughs> well, and how about her going all la-la on him, too? Well, I want to go to Tennessee because it's good for my career. Oh, but I want to go where you want to go. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, she ended up, or they ended up in Nashville. She's a country music singer. Yeah. That's why odd. why did he sign with the Titans? La La 2.0 right there. Hey, what are you talking about? They're fine. Quick calm down. Hey, time now for our Troy Hansford fired up finale. This is the fired up finale presented by the Troy Hansford real estate team. Here's what's got us fired up today. Keeps me fired up. Uh, I mean, do we consider them a dynasty though? They made uh Yes, I do. I can yeah. see the it's a Braves World Series. How many, how many rings they We're got? We're gonna get rings, one. guy. They got here. one ring in 14 years. Care. Not even close to a dynasty. You know what? You know who else was a dynasty? The Yankees. You know who else was a dynasty? Buffalo Bills. When they went to four straight Super Bowls. How many rings they got? Do you know how hard that is to do? How many rings they have up in Buffalo? I don't care. That's a dynasty in my book. I don't care. When it, when it's convenient for your argument. I mean, one ring in 14 years and making the playoffs. Yeah, well, we learned that HW is a rings guy. If you don't I, get a ring. I had probably eight times during the show where I was significantly more fired up than that. I'm more fired up about losing the fired up finale than you were in the fired up finale. <laughs> Point for H dub. That's one. Put it on the board. <laughs> yes. Jesse, are we just finding whatever we had recorded or what? So I now have one. I think Vic's got two. How many do you have? Like 17. Okay. Well, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I was like, man, this is just, I'm dozing off. Yeah. Oh, so when it's not you, you can't respect anyone else's fired up finale? No, I've respected most of Vic's. All right, make sure it's Manchester tomorrow, Jesse. <laughs> no, Because he's no, going to no, get no, all no. fired no, up no. when it's not him. Uh, Dan's in for me tomorrow, so. All right, Dan, if you're listening. Maybe we'll get a decent choice tomorrow. <laughs> hey, are we calling our Power 5 winner or just awarding them something? Oh, let's call him. That'd be fun. We haven't done that in a while. What's the prize? Uh -huh. You got something back there? We, we read your text on the radio. It's pretty That's cool. That's the prize? Come on, man. That's what can, all right, what can we give him from Marty? We used to give away coffee no, break. No, with no, no, no. Find something at the station. I was there. I mean, we, I has, was in that has Danny room. gotten his hockey stick yet? How's Kiefer doing on that one? Well, that's Kiefer's deal. I have nothing Have you, have you played golf with the voices of the game winner yet? Well, How's he's that had, one he's, he's had opportunities. I don't know what happened there. 
Hmm. Seems find like a Vic's prize. Not cash in. Okay, we'll find a prize. We'll find a prize. We'll go buy him a gift card at Wild Sage or something. Uh, I like the Chauncey one. I like the Denny Nagel one. I like the Todd Helton one. Todd Helton. I like the Craig Morton one. Fine, call the Todd Helton guy just so we can have fun with this one. <laughs> all right. Uh, you have his number? Yeah. I, all right, I'll give it to the guys. I don't want to give it out over our <laughs> standby. Gosh, you too. What? We're, Driving we're, me nuts. We're making changes on the fly, Vic. Apparently that doesn't go well with HW. I don't know. Don't we normally call the Power 5 guy? This is a production element that should should be addressed. I don't know that we normally do anything on this show, but, yeah, I mean, it, we kind of do quite a bit. Yeah. So we're going to call this poor guy to tell him he won. Yeah. Nothing. I want to get his story. That's what I want to get. This is Casey and Thornton we're calling, by the way, Vic. Okay. Thornton. I knocked Thornton, so he's going to be on the... Whoa, what the hell's that? I don't know. He's got some sort of special ring. Here it comes again. Satellite International. Hey, how you doing? Is this Casey? This is. Casey, this is Vic Lombardi from the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude Radio. Thank you very much for listening to the program. You're the winner of our Power 5 question of the day. Congratulations. Very nice. With the Todd Helton bowling alley? Yes, yes. Please tell us what happened that night. So I was like 13 years old. Um yeah. It was like an AMF Northland Lane, and uh, I, I'm not sure who he was there with. My family just happened to be there. My parents were in a bowling league. Yeah. Um, you know, 13 years old, went up to him and asked for an autograph. Uh, there's definitely an autograph in my parents' house in a scrapbook on a beer-soaked uh, AMF napkin. Well, congratulations. On a, a 12-second conversation. On a scale of 1 to 10, Casey, and 10 being the nicest person you've ever met, and one being the rudest person you've ever met, where would you put Todd Helton? I mean, he was a six. Okay. I mean, you know, I, I just, stranger that walked up to him, but, yeah. you know, he wasn't, uh, you know, he didn't tell me to, you know, go eat a sandwich or something and kick me out of the bowling alley. He gave so. you a friggin' autograph. You should be happy. Well, Thank you, Casey. Appreciate it. Yeah. we got to go. Our time is up, Manchester. That what do you want the bowling out of alley I had bowling class in in yeah, high give me school. Give a break. Yeah. 4th and I-25, yeah. the AMF. It's a great one. Great Things cinnamon Things are roll. slower in Thornton. Remember great that. Hey, thanks for listening to the show today. want to thank our guests, Rockies pitching coach Steve Foster, former Rockies pitcher Jason Hirsch, uh, interim head coach of the Colorado Rapids, of course, Steve Cook, and our Broncos outsider, Kyle Keith. We'll talk tomorrow right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950 is your home for great sports talk. How do you make sure nerves don't play a role? You know, it's it's a day-to-day thing, man. It's it's like anything else. You know, you you figure you go to elementary school and you get ready for, for middle school, and then you, get, you go to middle school and you get ready for high school. You know, for me, the regular season is just preparation for what's to come. And it's like anything else in life, man. It, it just becomes your, your what you do. It's who you are. And you wake up and you get ready and you show up to the field and you go through your routine and you get ready to play baseball and compete and win a game. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up tonight, the Rapids are on the road to take on FC Dallas. Kickoff is at 6 o'clock with Connor McGahee on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver. Every day you get better. You push yourself. You go hard, hard, hard. This is the home of your Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950. I love it. Denver's all-sports station. 
Live from the Altitude 950 Studios. Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman. Hastings and Brownman starts now. Your construction smells of corruption. I'll manipulate. You may need this song today. This air to go around saga. You're a little angry, a little upset. It's closer to the Raider week. And did that song mention corruption? It's karma. Karma. You know what I said, Julie? What'd you say, Scotty? I said hallelujah to the 16 You get down on your I guess the breaking news of the day right now. When we get our, store, our show, Scott and Julie with you here on Altitude 915. 915? No, it's 950. If you listen to 915, it's going to sound like... <laughs> the weather report like that, in yeah. Kansas is... Yeah. These were cutting down. Rick Patino out as head coach of the University of Louisville. Also, Tom Jurich, who is a former, former uh, athletic director at uh, Colorado State, has been at Louisville for a while. Rick Patino out. This is what ESPN is reporting. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. This is according to Jeff Goodman with ESPN and also Tom, Tom Jurich, the, uh, the athletic director. Patino has been caught up in so many scandals over the last couple of years. Man, they won a national championship just a handful of years ago. I, I, I think if he's not any, probably a Hall of Fame coach or close to, uh, but he had the, the thing with the lady in the restaurant and the, the, the affair. He had the, uh, paying the recruits that got suspended with the prostitutions they were doing with all that stuff. He kind of has gotten through a bunch of stuff. And now with the assistant, and if you missed the story that came out, was it yesterday we yesterday. talked about it? That 10 different people were arrested, uh, by the FBI on a, on a DOJ, Department of Justice, U.S. Attorney's, uh, 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 uh investigation that's still ongoing that's been going since 2015 10 different people arrested yesterday including five different head coaches one was an assistant coach not head coaches assistant coaches at louisville kind of a pay for play play for pay pay for play i recall a situation where basically uh financial people financial advisors financial investors not agents but financial guys paying client playing players Getting into certain schools with, you know, with the knowledge of obviously some of these coaches. I think it's bigger than, than what we've seen. I think this is going to have reaches. I, I think college athletics, it's in basketball right now. College athletics is going to get turned on its, on its, on its head. Well, so far it's three assistant coaches. There are a couple guys from Adidas and one of the guys from Adidas is a very, very high ranking guy in the company. I think that even though we knew this was going on for years and decades and decades actually <laughs> decades that the shoe the, the shoe companies are going to get exposed. I think now are the assistant coaches going to roll over on head coaches? The, listen, that the head coaches knew? The, there's AAU programs have blown up over the last 10 to 20 years and I'm an anti AAU guy and have been for a long time. Part of the problem is this right here is teams are paid and bought for by shoe companies. Uh, they are then directed, those players get directed to the schools that the same shoe companies sponsor. Uh, it keeps the elite programs that are sponsored by these big shoe companies always with the best recruits. They don't have to go out and pound the pavement as hard as, say, other schools have to. 
They filter them in there. They've been doing it for years. Uh, and now it's like a shell game that you're able to hide some of that persuasion under the guise of AAU programs and such. Uh, they've taken the power out of a lot of high school coaches uh, anymore. And anymore, the, the college guys don't even talk to the high school coach. They'll just talk to the AAU coach. And for me, what what is a service for young men and women to be able to get extra training, more preparation, all that stuff, to be able to get uh, higher education and higher, uh, I don't know, be in front of bigger bigger audiences at bigger schools. Um, it, it, dudes are making six figures coaching AAU. How does that happen? I mean, you got a high school guy coaching a guy that, and I'm just guessing. Guy that'll coach a high school basketball team in Colorado, for example, might make three thousand dollars. And yet, the guy that's coaching the AAU program, and they'll play a lot more games in high school, but you don't have to worry about you know keep them eligible or any of that stuff. Are making six figures? How's that working? How does that how does that happen? How does that how does that go? Unless there isn't some serious financing going on somewhere. Right, and if we think that Rick Pitino is the only guy oh. of a big name that's going to implicate it, my favorite part of the story, we were talking about this before we went on the air, is the FBI has set up a tip line. And basically, a high-ranking official, right, yeah, a, a, said... A, a, a guy that's in the U.S. Attorney's Office. Said, here's the number. If you... You should call us. If because, you've been involved in any of right. this, you might as well call us before we call you. Right. It's much better for you... <laughs> If you call us first before we call you. Dude, this is going to be so big. And, and I know it's basketball right now. But you don't think, listen, you don't think the shoe companies are in, in football? You oh, yeah. don't think they're in, 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 I don't know if they're in any other sport. I, I got to believe. Is there bat companies that are involved in baseball? Summer baseball all, all over the place. But is it going to be a wash in that if all major universities are involved? Because I, I'm under the assumption that the majority it, if it's like you know the saying, you're not um, trying if you're not cheating, or what's that? Uh, you're not cheating. You ain't trying if you ain't cheating. Right. So all these big universities, let's not be be naive here. Most likely are doing. There's probably different degrees of it. Right. Um, well, it was assistant coaches were busted. Patino's the first head coach to fall from this. And right. But like, you have to assume in your program, if even if you are not aware of it, you're held responsible for what's being going on in your share. program. Yeah. Well, and that's the same thing. Patino's already slid on one entire scandal where basically recruits were coming in and getting laid because they, somebody was hiring prostitutes. Right. I mean, they, they already, I mean, he, he skated that scandal. He, he skated that. Well, that was underneath me. I don't know what's going on, on under, underneath me. Um, there, there's been so much stuff going on, and finally Louisville said enough, enough with Rick Pitino. I, I think this, I think this is going to be a ongoing story that's going to go and happen for a while. So there's going to be a press conference today at 11 o'clock our time, and also the AD is expected to be fired as well. So we're going to talk about that. We have a packed show on a rainy Wednesday, oh, by the way. Big, big, big show. We're going to talk to Tony Walters, the Rockies catcher. They have an afternoon game today. We'll talk to him coming up right after this break. He will be at that event I was telling you about. They switched their websites. If you want information on it, it's only uh, it's 2017mixer.com. It's where he and Armand Marquez and Kyle Freeland and Shane Ray will be at Benefits Children's Hospital. Thanks, yeah. folks. That's Thursday night. That's Thursday night. Okay. So we'll talk to Tony coming up. Big win last night at Coors Field for the Rockies. Again. You're there. They win when you go. Manchester's going today, and they lose whenever they win. Now, if they get a game in today, I'll be absolutely shocked. Well, if you think about it, they're they're gonna almost have to 
they're really going to really try because they don't have a game tomorrow, but Miami does. So then you think, okay, well, then Monday would be the next day they could get it in. But Monday technically could be the day if Milwaukee and Colorado tie that they're going to have to play for the play into the play game. Or or it may come down to that they have to win one more game. And, I mean, they could postpone it and then say play 161. But then if, if, um, you know, they're tied and if they get a win or lose, they get in the playoffs by playing that one game of Miami that missed and they would play Miami Monday. Yeah, so let's hope that we don't have to use our brains because that's yeah. a lot of brain. Yeah, that's a lot of brain. That's a lot. Of, so, so Tony Walters catcher will will be on the program at ten fifteen. Yep, ten forty five. ESPN's Jeff Legwald. All kinds of things to talk about to talk with Jeff about. It's Raider Week. Yep. We can yep. put the bills behind us. Can we put the bills behind us? Well, no, never. I mean, okay. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Well, I mean, listen. I listen to Manchester. Do you, do you remember records at all, uh, uh, Tanner? Do you remember records? Do you know what a record is, and, and not something that's meant to be broken. Yeah, I know what records are. You know, a little plastic thing. Does, does Ted know? Is Ted in there? Ted leaves? No. I'm sure he knows. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was the records when you get a scratch in it and you hear the same song over and over again. You, you used to have these little pads. You could kind of smooth them down and clean it out. Sometimes that would fix it. But after a while, if it got scratched so bad, what did you do with the broken record? I would throw it away. you throw it away. Yeah. Manchester's takes like a broken record. You just know when it's coming. Here comes that part of the skip. Here comes here comes the skip. Ah, there it is. But sometimes if you take a break from it, then you get back to it. It's like an old. It's still a broken record, though. Still a scratch. Still skipping, doing the same thing. Uh, we're also going to talk to Chris Dempsey with training camp getting started up in. Well, Boulder. we're trying to. He, okay. You know, he, you know, I got got him a hard time the other day. I said, "Dude, you never answer the phone. If you text me, I'll get back at you." Well, I texted him an hour and a half ago, and he still haven't heard anything from me. You know, he's not great at that. We're going to have to talk to him about that because that's happened to me before. We're also going to talk to Emma Colburn. So you know what I'm talking? Oh, I love Emma Colburn for her steeplechase ability. World champion, uh, world champion steeplechaser, gold medalist, uh, a bronze medal in the Olympics. She's phenomenal. She's having a big event up in Crested Butte. She also just won a gold at the World Championships. So we'll check with Emma. That was a, hold on. Call him Dempsey and see. Okay. Hi, I'm Chris Dempsey, Altitude TV. I'm looking sharp. I work out a lot. I've got muscles. I have both of them. And real small. Hello? Oh, no. Is, it real? Is that him? No, I just Okay. I just pretend. Uh, all right, so we'll try to get Dempsey on too. So we got a full show today. We'll get into that. Uh, your thoughts on Louisville and the, and, and the NCAA stuff that's going on? Our, our Ring Pro Partners text line three zero nine three three. We'll talk about that. Broncos get ready for Raider Week. Moser said something yesterday, and, and he was talking with the youngsters. And I want to ask about that with rivalries and and how big Raider Week is still, or is it still? And we'll talk about that. A uh, lot, a lot to get into, and with the baseball game, with, with so few games and so few days to play them, in a day like today, Rockies win last night. But how important is today, and how important is to get that game in? We've got a lot of stuff to cover, a lot of stuff to get over. Second day of training camp for the Broncos or the Nuggets as well. We're going to have it all. Thank you for listening. We're right back with Scott and Julie here on Out to Nine Fifty. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Dick Lombardi show. Here you are, a chance to, to get to the postseason, a chance to really get to that next level. How do you keep your guys at ease? How do you make sure nerves don't play a role? You know, it's, it's a day to day thing, man. It's, it's like anything else. You know, you, you figure you go to elementary school and you get ready for, for middle school and then you get, you go to middle school, you get ready for high school. You know, for me, the regular season is just preparation 
for what's to come. And it's like anything else in life, man. If it just becomes your, your what you do. It's who you are. And you wake up and you get ready and you show up to the field and you go through your routine and you get ready to play baseball and compete and win a game. Vic Lombardi, every weekday morning, 7 to 10, only on Altitude 950. You're driving, minding your own business, then boom, you're rear-ended. Just another ordinary day for the insurance company, but not for you. You need to know your rights. You need the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. Bell & Pollock's Legal Game Plan gives you the rules, so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company. Bell & Pollock, our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. Deep Eddie Vodka is an award-winning small-batch American-made vodka handcrafted in Austin, Texas. Distilled ten times, gently charcoal filtered six times, ensuring a clean, subtle, smooth flavor. Deep Eddie Vodka also has six delicious flavored vodkas created with all natural ingredients. These infusions include ruby red grapefruit, sweet tea, peach, cranberry, lemon, and newest release orange. Deep Eddie Vodka is 100% gluten-free. It always reminds you to please stay drink responsibly. Fall is the perfect time of year to get your house painted inside or out. And do it with the company celebrating their 25th anniversary, Pro Painters. Hurry to get on Pro's fall painting schedule before the colder weather arrives. For a free estimate, call 1-800-GO-CERTA or visit CERTAPRO.com. And that's CERTA with a C. Free estimates, high-quality paints, color consultations. Find it all with Pro Painters. Each Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Pro Painters. We do painting. You do. Are you a homeowner who's tired of paying mortgage insurance? Hey guys, Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing. If you own a home in the super hot Denver market, you've got to hear about another way American Financing can save you money. We all know home values are higher than they've ever been, but did you know your current home value may be up to 40% more than when you bought it? This is huge because once equity goes up, mortgage insurance can go away, putting extra money in your pockets. So why not not let the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing make those savings happen through a simple loan refinance. Even if your original lender can't help you, chances are American Financing can. No upfront fees, and you may even lock into a lower interest rate. Start saving as much as a thousand dollars a month, and you may be able to close in as fast as ten days. Call now 303-695-7000 or go online AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS one eight two three three four regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Colorado Rapids would like to invite you to the end-of-season awards gala of Burgundy Affair, presented by Audi. Join us for an evening of food, libations, and celebrations on Tuesday, October 17th, hosted at the Sewell Ballroom in the Denver Center for the Performing Arts. This cocktail attire evening features a sit-down dinner alongside Rapids players, coaches, and alumni, benefiting Cronky Sports Charities community programs. Make your reservation today at coloradorapids.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Hastings and Browman. Way back, deep center field. Take a good look. You will see it for long. Two-run bomb. Rockies win last night. Shut out the uh, Dolphins. <laughs> I like that though. I like when it comes to dolphins. These are the Marlins though, aren't they? Yeah. I wonder why they picked a fish. 
Just because you got the, well, the probably, football teams, the Dolphins, so they wanted to do a fish too, so they said something long nose. Marlin, hey, okay, here we go. I mean, is oh. Marlin fishing big off Miami? Yeah. See, I thought, I thought more like red bass or stripers or. I'm that? clearly talking about something I don't know anything about. Yeah. But I'm, yes, I think Marlins are big and they're actually pretty fish. Like you don't want to pick. Yeah, you can't fish. eat them. They're like trophy fish. Do you eat Marlin? I don't. I mean, have you ever had a Marlin sushi burger or whatever you eat and all that stuff? Uh, it's mahi mahi. That's what I eat. Well, that's a, that's an actual fish. Yeah. Yeah. But you eat those. You catch them and then you eat them. Marlins you catch and then you hang up on the wall and you paint them blue. Err. Err. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's what you do with Marlins. Well, right, Rockies win last night, which is a, a big, big win. It wasn't a bad, it was a, a chilly night, but it stayed kind of consistent temperature wise. Uh, rain held out for the most part. Um, but, it, but it's really kind of funny because now all of a sudden here comes this bad weather. We've had such beautiful weather basically all summer long. We had a real rainy kind of spring. Snowed late, but then just kind of a mild, nice, beautiful summer. Uh, and now all of a sudden, here we go in the, into the fall. We're starting to get a week of really bad weather and maybe the most important week of the season because it, it's down the stretch in a playoff run. And all of a sudden you got weather like this. What does it do for pitchers? What does it not do for pitchers? Tyler Anderson came out last night, pitched another great game. He's been fantastic. Is so he your number two starter right now? I mean, behind, well, behind, it's not Bettis. It's behind probably... Gray. Uh, well, it's very clearly gray. Um, oh, it's this, not chatty. So is it gray and then Anderson? It's then? probably Anderson right now. Cause he's been, since he came back, I think he's like three and one. He's been, he's been really good. I know. Especially the last back. two have been outstanding. Yeah. It's, and so gray's on the mound tonight. I think this they afternoon. talked about this afternoon. I think they talked about if it comes down to the final game on Sunday. That they would speed him up in the rotation, and he would be on the mound. Give him a short rest start. To give him a short rest start. What if What if you do that because you have to win Sunday, and then also now Monday you're playing a play-in game or, or play into the playoff games. But I think you gotta you gotta if you have the chance to get in, you gotta throw your best guy, right? You can't just hope that your second or third best guy gets you in, so you have your best guy ready. I well, mean, if it's it's if it's so if that's winner, the case, so if you move up, Gray Gray goes on Sunday. Does Tyler Anderson then then come in and pitch on that Monday game? If they have to. Yeah. Well, or even on the Wednesday. I mean, if they don't, if they win and they're in and they knock out Milwaukee, then they would leave, I think, on Tuesday. And so Tyler Anderson might get Probably the play and playoff game, whatever that's called. Right. Um, I don't even consider it a playoff game. It's, they, they want to make it like a play in game, but it's just one game series. Yeah, I don't either. Which is kind of weird. I don't really like. I wish they made that first series two out of three, but whatever they aren't. Um, so yeah, then it probably Tyler Anderson has to go for that, doesn't it? Yeah. Wasn't last night just what we talked about? Like you just never love to see it, but you just never know what you're going to get with this team. And maybe the next few days they get into this nice groove. But Trevor Story had, a, I think, a three-run home run, and Nolan had a home and, run. And a great at bat. Story's at bat. The one home run was, was, you know, ball foul foul, you know, or, or tell strike foul ball ball foul 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 home run. I mean, it was a really good, something that he'd kind of struggle with this year, kind of a good, solid at-bat and not strike out. Instead, he blasts one to right center. So, yeah, that was, that was monster and, and get another good start. And it, But you said it yesterday, and it's so true. Really a team that you kind of love, and, and you could go right through the lineup like we've done a number of times. You sit there and just name lineups, boom, 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 and, and like all the guys. They're such a likable team. 
And, and yet they, they've not been a consistent team. They've not, they've not had a, a run of, of, in a while anyway. I guess I can't say they haven't had a run of good games consistently, but they started the season off so well. I don't know. They, they, they're, they're a, they're, they're, you know, and maybe they're just a team in, in search and, in, in, of knowledge. And what we're seeing right now is that search of knowledge. And next year they're going to know what it's all about and, and they're going to ready to take off for a two, three year run. Here's what I love about this team. If they can hold off. So their magic number is four now. Four games left. So a combo of, of their wins and Milwaukee losses. And, and so, so. Magic numbers four. How many games they have left? Four. <laughs> so we even can keep up with that. We so, don't have to use a lot of math. So any combo, right? So um, so they lose, say today, but Milwaukee or is it St. Louis now loses? Then then their number's still down to three, even with the loss. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, but if they, yeah, just win yes. four. Can you win five in a row? Can the Rockies finish season winning five in a row and then just put everything to, to sleep? So yeah, so here's what I love about these guys. If they can get manage to hold hold off and get in, I feel like you just you just never know with these guys. I feel like I am totally confident that they could go to Arizona and they could win. I'm actually confident that they can make a series with the Dodgers. I think they could go in and do yeah, absolutely that. And you know what else? I think they could go into the the, the Diamondbacks and get and get yeah, shut I out. I, I think know. they could go into the Dodgers and get swept. But it goes back to what we say. We don't do the, do we think they have the capability of win? Oh yeah. I think they do. They sure have an ability to get just blown away too. Cause you just don't know. So, okay. So I was thinking on Sunday, if it comes down to the Raider game or you had a chance to go to the Rockies game and it's down to they have to win, which one do you choose? Yeah, Raiders. What would you choose, Dan? Raiders. I'll go Rockies. Raiders. We haven't had a, we haven't had a good, uh, Rockies season here in a while. I, I'd like to see that happen. Raiders. So confident about that or are you just? Raiders. Well, I mean, I just, I just remember how fun and how electric the city was in 07 when they made the playoffs and went on that awesome run. I mean, it would just, it would be fantastic. I think so too. Raiders. I've been to enough Raiders Broncos games. I know what's going oh, on. Oh, you really? You're 24 years old. You've been to tons of them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that, that have actually mattered? That have no. actually mattered? No. We're going to no. talk about that, that now because this game actually matters this weekend. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, I don't know. I love baseball games, but I, I'm kind of a God. I don't even know how to say it. I, I'm I'm anal of baseball games. Football, I am full bore fan. Uh, the last game I went to uh, as a fan in the crowd at the Broncos was the AFC Championship game, the year they won the Super.